obviously, we're here today to talk about a really cool Lego presented movie. And uh, I happen to know that someone on the show today is a big, is a Lego head? I don't want to be offensive. What, is that, what do you call yourselves? Uh, we're, we're called Brickheads. Brickheads? Brick is that for real? He's Fortunately, yes, it is for real. <laughs> <laughs> but Ross, you've, you've been on the show before and you've talked a lot about the, uh, the various Lego things, like mostly Star Wars that, that you have, but uh, you seem to be just a big Lego guy, which I love. Uh, tell us more. Yeah, so, um, you know, as a kid, I think like everybody, I was into Legos, but then, you know, you kind of grow out of them, um, mm. I, I guess like everyone does. And then a few years ago, I uh, picked up, uh, just like, I, I was just walking through Target, saw saw a Star Wars Lego set, and I was like, oh, that looks cool. And I was like, yeah, why not? And I just bought it. And then uh, shortly after that's when the, the pandemic started. And then... Mm. It was like, wow, okay, this was really cool because it was like a puzzle that I got to do, um, you know, and it, especially at, at the first of the pandemic, everybody was bored as shit looking for something to do. So I just started buying Legos. And within the past two years, I have amassed um, an embarrassingly <laughs> large amount of Lego. Uh, I, sh- I should really have counted how many sets I have now at the moment. So you I'm went big say, into Lego instead of crypto? Yes. You put all your money <laughs> Honestly, in Lego. Lego it's has better. kept its value better. <laughs> You're going to do one, much better by that for sure, much man. Much better. Um, I would say I, I conservatively probably have around like 30, 40 um, Lego ships. Wow. Um, and then I have, I've, I've slowly expanded out from there and been collecting more and more um, just random things that catch my eye. Mostly Star Wars is what I go for, but uh, mm. if something looks really cool, I'll buy it. Like I've bought a lot of those um, botanical sets, which are like flowers. Oh. Um, yeah, I like sure. flowers, whatever. Um, and these are ones that you can't kill, and they they look really neat. And uh, my wife thinks they look cool, so I bought a whole lot of those. Um, and we get to put them in the living room and not keep them stashed away in my bedroom. Where <gasps> oh. Yeah. So, but no, uh, no, I, I, I love Lego. I've, um, it's become a horrible, expensive <laughs> uh, obsession that I've developed, and uh, I just don't regret it. I keep telling myself I'm not going to buy any more because I don't have any more shelf space. But then I went and just bought a bunch more shelves so I could buy more. <laughs> You're like, honey, we gotta, we gotta push this room out. Either I gotta yeah. expand the house or I need more space. It's just how it is. And I got my I got my brother. Um, we've always been Star Wars fans, and I got him into it as well. Around the same time, I got him for Christmas. I got him a Lego set, and he like fell in love. With the same, but he's gone. I've gone crazy. He's gone crazier. Um, mm. He he gets the UCS sets. I have I have one UCS set, which a UCS set stands for the uh, uh, Ultimate Collector Series, and so those are the big ones that you see that cost like mm. hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Um, I've got one, uh, he has, I think like six or seven of, I I mean, just, you go into his living room and I mean, he has gone absolutely buck wild with, with, uh, the Lego star Wars, which, Hey, you know, I turned him onto it. So I take partial credit. I like this. Yeah. This, uh, pandemic brotherhood of Legos you guys got going on. It's pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's 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 easy to become obsessed with it because they're they're like puzzles that you put together and then you get to put on yeah. the shelf and they look neat. So, you know, makes sense when you say it like that. I yeah. I grew up 
with Legos and stuff, but like, um, I don't remember buying a ton of the sets. I would just always have, you know, like the random pieces. You just like make whatever. Like, yeah. I just like the idea of just, you can just make whatever with it. It's just kind of cool. Like any other drawing or, you know, any kind of medium to help get like ideas out. But, um, my nephews got really into them as I grew up and stuff. And then, so I would have some of the sets, like I would mess with them and, uh, like get to build them or whatever, but I've never gotten super into it. I wonder now though if I if I did, I, that's what I'm afraid of. I would start this huge habit and I wouldn't want to stop. So well, I need to like keep it reined in. What you should do is look at some of their sets that are. They have a lot of sets that are just like it's a Vespa, but it you know it looks really cool, or like it's mm. a guitar, it's a Fender guitar and amp, or it's a you know eighty style uh, television screen with a little uh, NES. So I would say you know. Go out there and look for like an expensive set that uh, that you really think you could like enjoy and display. Right. And then just buy that one because then you're kind of like, hey, this is the one thing. Look at this. You know, uh, when you get into the, especially if you get into like the Marvel stuff or the DC stuff, it's like it's almost it, you know, it, it, or the Star Wars especially. Right. You're like, oh god, I have to get more because like I have an right. X-wing. Now I need a Tie Fighter to put next to it. <laughs> And you put a tie fighter, and you're like, well, I could use a B wing and an A wing and a Y wing, and then you've got, you know, you're like, oh, I gotta have a squadron, and then right. I, I, that's what's happened to me is I'm like, anytime a new set comes out that I'm like, oh, that would look really good on my Mandalorian shelf because I have a bunch of Mandalorian ships, so like, well, of course I I gotta buy it, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so then that's that's I think when it turns into an addiction when you're like, I gotta have like the completion thing going on. Um, yeah, but if you just buy like a one-off set, then I, I don't think you would I think you would have a great time putting it together, but you wouldn't, uh, you know, fall down that rabbit hole and spend tons yeah. of money. The good Stop news full is on cocaine. I can turn around and sell <laughs> these things for what I paid for them, if not more. Um, so I'm not yeah. going to. But <laughs> I could keep your value in them. Are you? Would you part them out, like do one brick at a time? <laughs> there are people that do that. There's yeah, a lot of I people mean, that do that, and apparently yeah. you can make really good money doing so. Um, but no, I think I would just sell them as a set. Um, I keep all the boxes and all the bags, so I can put them all. I can rebag them all and put them in the bo- same box that they came in and ship it that way. They go for a lot more whenever you do that. People, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of time want the boxes for whatever reason. So, um, yeah, you could. Honestly, I, I could – a lot of the sets that I've bought just from the past two years that have been discontinued now are like double mm. what I paid for them. So it's, it's honestly ridiculous, the, the rate of return on LEGO Star Wars. I'm imagining this scenario, this end-of-world scenario, like World War Three starts, and you have a go bag, and it's just this, you look like Santa Claus, you just have all your Legos in one giant bag, and you're trying to sell them, and there's other guys on the street being like, honey, I know we don't have food, but like, I got 300 bucks, he's got that Lego Star Wars stuff that I really wanted, you know, like, <laughs> use it as currency, man. Honestly, there are like a few sets that are like super rare that I would like seriously consider. <laughs> I would seriously consider giving up food to have that set for a while. That's how bad it's become. That's amazing. I you love don't it. understand how rare this chase set of Malcolm in the Middle of Legos is. <laughs> the real you're bringing real rarities out, man. It's the one where Hal gets the speed suit races that other guy. <laughs> this minifig alone. <laughs> Some of those minifigs, just the little guys, the little, mm-hmm. little little dudes, little characters, yeah. Thousands of dollars. Damn. Thousands and thousands of dollars for some of those. Is is there one that's like, or maybe a few that you can name that are 
the most expensive one. It's kind of like the Princess Die Beanie Baby. <laughs> yeah. Is there is there a version of that for Lego minifigs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's a couple. There's well, so so there's there's some like set ex- uh, some like real exclusive things that were only given out to like twenty year Lego employees, you know, and those are sometimes like they'll be like a custom, like that's like modeled after them. And it's literally mm. the only one that exists, and those can go mm. for a couple thousand. But the ones that like you could—it's just a Lego of some guy named Kyle. Like, right. oh, cool. <laughs> it's an official Lego set. If it's still in the, if it's still right. bagged, and it's a mm-hmm. one of a kind, it doesn't matter. People will pay thousands of dollars for it. Doesn't matter if it's some dude named Kyle. Like mm-hmm. literally anything. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that you could actually have possibly purchased at some point that were like widely available to the public. Uh, there's like a there's like a solid gold C3PO that was like uh, they did like some uh, poly bags a while back and there was like a certain amount of them that were in in those poly bags that if you if you got the solid gold 3PO I think that was worth like four or five grand I think at this wow. point uh, there's the Darth Revan minifig um, that was like super limited release they didn't make a whole lot of them but they were in stores. Uh, but that one, I think, is around, like, two grand now. Uh, was there a scenario where one of the nerds got pissed off because he got one of those $5,000 solid gold C-3PO's, but he was like, oh, the leg isn't silver. <laughs> this is inaccurate. I mean, more likely it was just some dumb kid that opened up and was like, hey, okay, and just, like, played with it and chewed it up and lost it in, in various pieces. <laughs> just choked on it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one, the, ki- the one that killed that dude? His name <laughs> yeah. was Kyle, actually, weirdly oh, wow. enough. That one goes for, like, 15 grand. So. It's, it's See, that's, so a, that's a Kyle I, hate, so I, I understand. That one right. makes sense to me, you know? <laughs> that one makes sense, yeah. That one has a history. <laughs> Then there's well, like keep the, a lookout for Kyle. Then either way, yeah. There's a Cloud mm-hmm. City Boba Fett, which back in the day they had a Cloud City set, and it was the first Boba Fett um, minifig that was produced. That one goes for I think it's a little bit more reasonable. It's like several hundred, which sounds insane for a tiny piece of plastic to go for seven hundred uh, several hundred dollars. But um, that's one that I'm like. I could, in theory, come across like a yard sale or something and yeah. find that. Like the the other ones, there's just no way I'm gonna come across. But like, I could find that first Boba Fett. Like, you know. So there's always like the chase for stuff to to try to find it, and uh, there's all kinds of like sellers online that will collect just the minifigs and then sell the ships. And so I buy a oh, lot yeah. of those because I don't really. I'm not as big on the minifigs like they're neat mm-hmm. they're cool to have but i like the ships so i'll just so sometimes they'll sell like i bought one here recently that was like a 170 dollars set um and they just wanted the minifigs and they sold the ship for 40 dollars. Hmm. so i got like a 120 dollars set for 40 bucks nice so you know there's there's like deals you can find and uh you know it's fun <laughs> well that's pretty rad actually i mean i like legos a lot uh i would love to get back into it like, like you said mostly because of you too i guess you've have all you have all the star wars ones that would be probably what i would aim for but like you're right that i would probably Just pick get out your favorite ship and like that's a good one yeah stick to that yeah that's interesting steven what would your lego collection consist of it just be like plain t-shirts uh chicken tenders yeah 
Oh man, dude, if they had a Lego chicken tender, I would totally build that. I'm not even lying. That sounds pretty cool. You see the packet for building a Lego dipping sauce for it, you just yes. throw it away. Oh no. No, you get a ranch in there? I bring a ranch in there. Oh, you fuck with ranch? Okay. I thought you didn't oh, like Oh yeah, white gravy. I thought you didn't like yeah. uh, dipping sauces or 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 sauces on your your sandwiches you, or whatever well for like chicken tenders in, in particular i used to never i would just eat them whatever didn't need ketchup mm-hmm. or whatever but uh then i got into to to gravy first i think like maybe waterburger got me there and oh, then uh yeah. and then eventually ranch i did try more and i was like oh and this stuff's amazing so i do eat a lot of ranch now uh, okay. to my detriment but um yeah just no no ketchup mostly you ever do ranch on a pizza yeah yeah i feel like a lot of people do no, I'm the first one to do it. <laughs> nope. I couldn't I couldn't read you. I was like, I, I Brent's wife Brandy has gotten over to our house and brought her own ranch when we've had pizza. <laughs> I was like, this is serious to some people. I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah. She shows up with a camel pack full of ranch. <laughs> Walks around asking people if they want to be topped off. And then she just yeah, squirts everywhere. I feel like it's a thing that, like, occasionally someone will be like, ooh, you put ranch on pizza? And I'm, I'm like, is this common or not? I feel like... Oh, it's so good. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people do this, but then you run into people that are like, have never seen it before, and it blows their mind. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you, though. It took me a while to do that, though. It's, I mean, I, I've done it for, like, a decade now, but that's still, like, a third of my life I didn't do it where I was missing out, you know? So... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it now, though. You'll never get that time back, you know? <laughs> That's why I got to live it up now and just drink it straight from a camel pack, like you said, like your wife does, you know? And store it in your toilet tank to keep it cold, you know? That's right. It's perfect temperature. A lot of people don't know that. Life yeah, hack. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, just like a, there's just like sommeliers with the wine, there's, there's ranchiers. Ranchiers. Uh-huh. Ranchiers. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, are, uh, that are very particular about the, the serving temperature, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, uh, is that is that mixed in with two thousand flushes? They dip their finger or their pinky in there, taste it, like mm, one thousand five hundred ninety eight flushes. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, that was the it was a good year. It's a good year for that one. They really go all into it. Yeah, well, I think with ranch camelbacks, camel packs, and ranch toilets, uh, we're doing it. <laughs> I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where today we are joined for a new episode of Novembat our month-long exploration of Batman in film outside of the Nolanverse. We've discussed this mm. previously. Uh, but today we're going to discuss the Lego Batman movie from 2017, directed by Christ McDonald, <laughs> starring Gil Arnett as Brickman, Sarah Michael Planentall as Robles, Rosario Dawson's Creek as Barbara Gordon's Fisherman, and Zach Galifianakis as Baskets. <laughs> Galfa Knuckles, I really like that one. Yeah, yeah. You nailed um, it. But uh, joining us today, as you've heard, is returning guest Ross Lichtai from the Nudist Colony podcast. Ross, welcome back to Let's Talk About Stuff. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes. Do you like to be introduced uh, as being from that podcast? Yeah. I can edit that out. <laughs> I was going to say, because if you want, Brent does not like that, so he's going <laughs> to... You don't like to be referred to for either podcast. Yeah, if it drives listenership up, I'll, I'll do anything. I will sell oh, out. Go. If, if I can make a job out of a podcast, <laughs> then I will sell uh-huh. out so hard. Blue Apron, fucking Red Apron, Red hey, Apron. We're working both sides of the aisles, man. Oh my goodness, Ross Perot yeah. Apron. Better help, worse help. I'll do it all. <laughs> I believe it. So far, we're doing pretty well because um, we're well, we're paying money. 
But oh, either we're, way, we're there is money. money. Right, money's yeah. being exchanged for the service. <laughs> yes. And I feel yeah. that's, a, that's a step in the right direction. You guys are hoping the economy. Uh, exactly. That's an excellent point, you know? It's like, is money being made from the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Not in the direction you would think. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Good times. Wow. Uh, well, before we kick off the festivities here, I, you know, God, we, we got to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Stephen. Mm. Uh, one of our listeners, Jake Beatty from Instagram, has uh, listened to our show for a while. Um, he, he's got a, a relative or two who listens to this show as well. Oh, but perfect. today, hey, Jake, uh, as of this episode's release, which is November 22nd, is his birthday. <gasps> so I wanted Happy to give him a little, a little birthday shout out as everyone's favorite butler, Alfred, from the Batman movies. So, Jake Beatty, this one's for you. Happy birthday, Master Beatty. Oh, is that, did you make this person up so you just knew that joke this whole time? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I doxed myself. That's for all fantastic, though. Birthdays yeah. are always but good. No, he, he's, uh, he's been a, a, a solid supporter of LTAS for a while, so just wanted to give him a happy birthday shout out. So uh, thank you for listening, and uh, also I can hear you unsubscribing uh, at this point. So. Well, goodbye. It was fun. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> we, we tried. You made it to a birthday shout out. That's it. Fantastic, man. Shout outs yeah. are great. Um, what about mini topics? Uh, did you want, Brent, you had a Batman kind of related one. Is that right? I do. I do. So if you guys have anything mm-hmm. non-related to bat stuff, uh, we can discuss that first. Ross, uh, there's something that uh, you've been trying to sing the praises of for a while. Oh, and I will continue. The Care Bears movie. Yeah. The Care Bears. Yeah, that's right. No, the Garbage Pail Kids movie. No, that's we're going to talk about it. I've hijacked this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, if you listen to our other podcast, you've heard me bring it up multiple times, but motherfucking Andor, clap, clap, clap. Andor is, everybody should be watching this. Um, Apparently the numbers are like not looking good for Disney Plus, which is mind boggling to me that I, I, I... I think there's a couple reasons people saw the quality of Book of Boba Fett and um, uh, uh, Obi-Wan and were kind of mm. like, eh, I think I'm kind of done with the Star Wars shows for a while. Don't <laughs> go back, <laughs> please. Um, apparently, they've promised to make a season two, and the creators just said they only want to make two seasons. So That's good. Sounds like it's in the bag, but I, I really want... This is the Star Wars that I have been wanting for so fucking so fucking long (laughs) so long um the prequels were a little corny the sequels were kind of just whatever uh there's some really good books out there but like this right here is mature thoughtful incredibly well done star wars that doesn't have anything to do with any force or lightsabers or jedi i don't think they've mentioned i don't think they've once mentioned jedi Mm. at all um they're just not part of the story which they shouldn't be um or well there should be stories that don't involve them because the star wars Mm -hmm. universe is big enough and has some much cool shit in it but it doesn't need that other stuff um some people have death star one death star two death star the new one well okay (laughs) look that's I'll give you the... <laughs> okay, the first two. 
I didn't oh mean to God. deflate your balloon. There's, some, so there's some lore that explains the second Death Star. I won't get into it. Um, the 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 third third one doesn't make any sense. It's just way too much at that point. Second one was kind of a, too much, but whatever. Anyways, Andor, please go watch it. Please, please, God, go watch it. And uh, what I would say to Brent, people I have also. To go. If <laughs> yes, let's end it. Go. <laughs> you to watch it go. It'd be way better use of our time than this. <laughs> um, um, I've heard a lot of people say, "Well, it's slow," and um, it it kind of is, but also it it kind of works in three part acts. So, uh, like if you just watch the first episode, you might kind of be like, oh, "Well, that's kind of like okay," but like you got you have to watch like the first three episodes and kind of treat it as like a movie, and then the second three episodes three uh you know four five six as another movie um okay uh so they kind of work in like arcs so if, if you watch like the first three guarantee you're going to be hooked um the storytelling is incredible um and i'm not saying like incredible for a star wars show i'm saying like incredible for a tv show period um god it's just the most recent episode today just and the one last week broke me broke me yeah, so they're doing like week to week. Are you uh, where are you at now, and how many are there going to be? Do you know? Um, so today was uh, the eleventh episode, oh, wow. and the next week's going to be the twelfth episode. And that's the final one. Of Finish. Season okay. One. Uh, they said they're going to do a season two, so right. they, they promised. They <laughs> Disney swore. <laughs> um, but they're supposed to do a, a, a season two, and that's all going to lead up to like Rogue One. But, do you think uh, somewhere over okay. at Discovery? Uh, David Zaslov is like trying to cancel that Andor show, mm. but he's like, oh, my my cancellation button isn't <laughs> yeah. working over here. What's go? Oh, it's not ours. I need God more tax it. breaks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see She-Hulk twerk. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard amazing things about Andor though. My brother Danny as well has been watching it, and um, I think he even skipped Obi Wan just because he heard so many bad things, and I was just so unimpressed by that show, like. Um, I actually didn't mind Book of Boba Fett. I just considered another Mandalorian season and I'm like, whatever. Um, but uh, Obi-Wan just, I was so excited for that character coming back and I was so let down by it. I just, it was just boring. I, I, I could barely tell you what even happens in it. And then, so I was like, yeah, maybe I'm cooling on a wild. It's seemingly with Marvel. I've been kind of just cooling on a Marvel stuff lately. And yeah. uh, I feel like I've just tapped out of a lot of it. There's just so much from each of them. But then... They'll each have something that comes out that I'm like, oh, man, like, that sounds fucking cool. And this one is the one, like, I haven't heard anything bad about it. I've heard amazing things about it. But I still think my, my expectations are still in check, I guess, because I'm not a huge Rogue One fan. I liked it. I need to watch it again. But um, mm. I'm not, I wasn't, like, sold on this show just on that alone. But then it's more about the word of mouth, you know? Watch Andor first and then go yeah. watch Rogue One. Right on, um, right on. Because, yeah, like, I was the same way. I was like, Andor? Right. Why are they making a show about Andor? Like he wasn't even like, and he was, I guess, part of the movie, but he wasn't right. like <laughs> the star of the movie. You know, uh, it was Jenner. So, um, so I'm like, well, why is Andor? Why, why a show about him? A thousand percent makes sense. And I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry that I ever fucking doubted this. Like it was That's a awesome. show that I had the least expectations for, and has impressed me by far the most. Um, you know, I love Mandalorian also, but I think season two, uh, well, I still enjoyed most of it. I, I, I kind of, whenever they start bringing in Jedi stuff, I'm like, oh, man, I just, 
like it's not bad. It's just like I want something that isn't Jedi centric, mm. and that's right. what Andor's given me. And and I just goddamn, it's all about like it's like a political spy thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so well fucking done. Andy Serkis is in it. <sighs> I didn't know who else was in it. Yeah, that's oh. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> is that goodness. an impression of him? I don't know his character. Yeah, no, no. Just wait. You'll He's walking around with a tuba. Yeah. He's in a marching band. <laughs> He goes rogue, ironically. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's cool though. I should check it out. Even if you don't like Star Wars, even if you don't know anything about Star Wars, there might be parts that you don't fully understand, but you'll get you'll get what the show is and what the show's about. Wait, why are we in space? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Bobby. This <laughs> is Ice Road Truckers. What in the shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, but morning episode ten though, might you as well. leaned on the warp drive. <laughs> uh, that's oh, cool though. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, it's on my list. I I'd had it on my list for my brother because he keeps bugging me about it anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that Ross has also seen its praises, I think I need to check it out. So. I only like what? good things, so you can trust my opinion. I kind of believe that. <laughs> Andor and the nanny. That's <laughs> everything. Peak TV. Peak TV. <laughs> I just imagine you finish a really good episode of Andor, one of your favorite shows of all time, and then you're like, now to cuddle in for the night with the nanny to finish it out. Okay, look, the, the nanny is like... I started something. It's like a piece of cake. It's like a, it's a, it's like a decadent piece of cake, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, but store-bought. So it's like... Right. You know, it's like, okay, this is really good. It's really sugary. It's really processed. It's not good for me. But it's like comforting me right now. Mm-hmm. That's the nanny. It's not on the level of like Andor or, you know, season one through three of Game of Thrones. It's not like, you know, like that kind of meal. Mm-hmm. It's just like a store-bought cake that tastes really good that you eat late at night when you're drunk and stoned. That's and a perfect description of the nanny, I feel. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. It's a show that gets like laughs out of me that I'm like, okay, that's stupid, but also I, I think it's funny, you know? You got me, Fran. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> there are really, really obvious, like, puns and stuff, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, I'm with this. And it's like, it's like, it's like that night, all those 90s shows have, like, um, I don't know if it's because I was, you know, watched a lot of TV in the 90s, but they have, like, a very, like, comforting feel. Oh, for sure. The way they're lit and the way they're kind of paced is just, like, leisurely, and it's all bright and just sort of, like, Hey, we're just having a good time here. Uh, yeah. So I think there's something about those '90s shows, even like uh, Next Generation and stuff. Like, just give me this like warm, cozy feeling. I don't know. I like it. The nanny, the just Next me. Generation. Yeah, the nanny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they finally got the ridges on her forehead right. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Speaking of, I was gonna ask, how much do her Lego figures go for? I imagine oh. a lot, right? There probably wasn't very many of the nanny figures out there, and if they were misprinted or anything, you know. Could do a lot of money there. Oh, were, were there? <laughs> Ross is like, I'm going on eBay right now. Like for a second, I was like, maybe there was. There should be, though, right? You never knew what they were doing in the 90s. There are points when we record this podcast where I'm like, oh, thank God this was not a video podcast. But there have been a few instances so far on this record where I'm like, God damn it, this, maybe we should do a video. Because there's so many good reactions coming out of Ross right now. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm way funnier if you see me. 
Steven, what do you got? What have, what have you watched recently? Right on. So uh, I meant to mention this last week, but I've been I've been trying to stick to like just one at a time for our mini topics, um, just to sure. kind of keep them going, but not be overwhelming, I guess. But um, so last week I had mentioned Don't Worry Darling, which is supposed to be a cool thriller, but I just didn't didn't really dig it. Wasn't that into it. Um, but we did watch a thriller, an older one that um, I had always heard about um, and never watched, though. Um, that was uh, really amazing. And that was uh, The Big Heat. The Big Heat. The Big Heat. Yeah, that's what it's called. I'm trying to look it up right now. And I'm like, that's it, right? Movie. Why does it keep pulling Are up? Are you just sp- talking about heat, but it was on a big screen TV? <laughs> oh, yeah. I get I okay. think get those confused all the time. <laughs> you know? Real uh, Samsonite situation there. Yeah. Body heat. God, why have I seen the big heat? Body heat. Fuck. Body <laughs> okay. heat. Ugh. From 1981. Never heard of it? Either of you guys? Uh, no. That sounds, wow. I'm sure I saw the VHS in a rental store. It sounds super familiar. I feel like all those 90s, like, uh, erotic thriller kind of things right. are the same, like... This is... One of the first, uh, not like one of the first erotic thrillers. It was like known as like one of the first for like a resurgence. It came out in 1981, um, and it's got uh, amazing performances. And it's like a neo noir, um, you know, kind of thing. But it's got Kathleen Turner and William Hurt, uh, a really young Mickey O'Rourke, Ted Danson in one of his first roles. He's brunette. That really fucked me up. I was like, who is this guy? That was really weird. Uh, but essentially, uh, William Hurt is a lawyer. Um, Ted Danson is also a lawyer. He's uh, William Hurt's kind of a shitty lawyer, though, but he's he's suave. He's like attractive. And so he gets like gets his way, sort of. Uh, he meets Kathleen Turner. She's like this rich woman who hates her husband. And uh, they start an affair. And then as time goes by, she keeps being like, I hate my husband. I can't leave this life. And they come up with a plan to kill her husband. And it becomes this, like, huge, big movie of, like, double crossings and traps, and you don't know what's going on and who to trust and all this stuff. Uh, it's called Body Heat because it's um, it's the sweatiest fucking movie I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> it takes place... I don't even know where it's at, but they keep mentioning how it's, like, the summer is just really sweltering. Like, it's just so hot. There's, like, barely any air conditioners. It's, like, the early 80s or whatever. And everybody's constantly just drenched in sweat and, like, wiping off. Um, and every one of their like sex scenes and stuff are fucking sweaty and, um, but it's, man, it was rad. It was so good. I've, I've heard really good things about it. It has a 98% in Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's really well known as being like just like a solid movie. Um, but it's, it's, it's just this kind of movie they don't really make anymore. Like there's not a whole lot to it. Um, it's just like this character piece, right? Like you just watch these people be amazing. And I love Kathleen Turner and I love William Hurt. Um, seeing them together and their chemistry and stuff was great. Um, she's fantastic in this. So um, I don't remember what I watched it on now, but uh, it's streaming, you know, somewhere. I think it was like HBO probably, but um, it was definitely worth it. If you're into like, thrillers, erotic thrillers, um, it was certainly cool. It's a really cool twisty story. And uh, Amanda and I both really digged it. Digged it. Wow. Really <laughs> nailed the landing there. We both really dug it though. But, uh... Can you dig it? <laughs> but it was really good, man. So uh, I'd really recommend it. Yeah. Interesting. That sounds cool. Uh, oh, I want to watch over that. Over on with Gorley and Russ, they're doing what is it called, Ross? Oh God. Um, this is going great so far. Yeah, I'm really, it's, it's, it's good. It's my big heat. This is fantastic. <laughs> they're yeah. doing it like all, all, all erotic thrillers. Oh, perfect. Yuppie nightmares. Yuppie is, nightmares. Is the theme. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they've been doing a lot of them, so this sounds like it would fit nicely oh in that yeah. that uh, series good. of films they're doing. Squarely in right there. on. 
I didn't know they were doing that one. That's a really good. I, I didn't know where they would go next sort of thing because um, I've only listened to it here and there, but I love their whole concept. But that's a that's yeah. a good one. This is like right before, you know, like Fatal Attraction and stuff. This is like kind of what led to like right. a bunch of the big ones we do know. And this one is like one I just had heard of but never watched. And then we finally checked it out and uh, it was like, man, this is, this is pretty rad. So. Hell yeah. Pimp. Hell yeah. All right. Brad, so we uh, didn't yeah. like uh, Don't Worry Darling. I didn't, oh, did you I didn't, watch it? Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't think it was like the greatest movie I'd ever seen, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay. I was like, I was entertained for the duration of the movie. Right. The guy had a decent time watching it. Did you have a lot of expectations going into it? Or did you no, kind I heard of it was watch a it? shit show. I expected it to be terrible. <laughs> I was like, right this on. is going okay. to be dumb as fuck. And then I was like, hey, this is like a, you know. I like a hey what's going on kind of movie and then mm-hmm. you know the way it unfolds i'm like okay man, this is a fairly clever story i got to see nick kroll in there um right always so, good to see nick kroll and uh uh florence Pugh. she's Pugh. amazing she 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 fucking killed it she was amazing right um, um what did you think of harry styles because i didn't mind him but people really fucking hated on him for it but i thought yeah. he was better than i expected actually i thought yeah he i yeah See, that was another thing going into it. Like, people were saying, like, oh, Harry Styles, you know, like, people were, like, laughing at him in the theater. Right. Um, But then I was like, "Eh, he didn't do that bad. I think that, I think the movie overall would have been helped by a stronger actor in that position. Mm -hmm. Shia LaBeouf. So it was going to be, you feel that way? Honestly, (laughs) look, he's a piece of shit. Could have been, right? Shia LaBeouf is a piece of shit. Flat out. I mean, he's like a sexual abuser. He's a fucking piece of shit. Flat out. Um, which makes maybe makes him good for this role, but that's what oh. I mean. So he's also a really good actor. <laughs> like, yeah, that's and thing. I think yeah. him in that position would have been like, you know, because he can kind of do that like that charm, but then he's also got that like fucking like manic crazy dark side, and so right. I feel like he he probably would have done a really good job there, but I don't think he should really be in movies anymore. Right, right. Because, uh, yeah, if you read what he did to, like, FKA Twigs, like, he, he, like, beat the shit out of her and raped her. I mean, he's, like, a Jesus. fucking piece of shit. I knew something. I didn't know about that. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, Pretty like, she wild. had to go to the hospital and stuff. It was, it was mm. really, really bad. Well, probably better casting Harry Styles then. Because um, at the moment, we don't know any. That, I like how Brent sometimes will be like, we like this actor currently. <laughs> yes. like qualify yeah. it like currently uh, but I think you went into wor- Don't Worry Darling the exact opposite of what I did which is probably garners our reactions because I, I knew the controversy around the movie like outside of it between all the people involved but I really really looked forward to this movie I thought it was going to be fucking amazing and so when it actually played out I was just like what like it really threw me for a loop um, and I, I'm I'm kind of even the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I got to watch it just because I got to watch it again because it's just so bonkers. But um, yeah, I had such high expectations. I don't think it really, really met many of mine. So, yeah, but you also love the movie Booksmart. Right. right. So you you That's have those what expectations. Led me into that, yeah. yeah. Locked in from the jump, even though the controversy surrounding the movie uh, was almost all that was talked about. Right. Um, I love I Olivia mean, Wilde's yeah Booksmart so much, and uh, even mm-hmm. though that's wildly different movie, like a teen comedy thing is a wildly oh, just not movie. a sequel. 
Oh, I you didn't. I know thought that. it was like, don't worry, darling, you made it to college. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I thought I misunderstood. You did. You did. Um, you should not watch the third one, uh, Bringing a Baby. She's doing a remake of Bringing a Baby. Uh, oh, okay. But you should not watch that. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be called Spider Woman. But either way, okay, stay away cool. from it. Madam Web. <laughs> what? Madam Web. <laughs> Is that a real thing? That's a person, right? That's a that's, that's a, a that's a thing. That's a coming. different, not a real person. Uh, that's a different movie that's coming out. Yeah, and a different movie is that one coming out too? Yeah, <laughs> a different movie. Yeah, from the creators of Scary Movie and uh, other uh, wait really things? movies like that. Epic Movie. I seriously have no idea what's a joke right now. What's not? What is happening? <laughs> no, Madam <laughs> Web is a real movie. Madam <laughs> Web is a real movie that is actually happening, and it's okay. like it's. I don't know if they're going to stick with the comic. Uh, I doubt that Sony, they're going to completely change everything. But in uh-huh. the comics, it's an old woman who's like a trans-dimensional, um, like, uh, fortune seer teller that helps Spider-Man out. Okay. And I the coolest part that. is that Spider-Man is not at all involved in the movie or the plot and they're just like hey you guys like this old woman right well now uh she's uh the the girl from 50 shades of gray what's her name dakota johnson or whatever is it really uh-huh seriously is this true i'm so worried about yeah. our future <laughs> i do know that adam scott's in it so yeah. much happening and then they're also making a spider woman yeah. though I uh, guess so. currently, at least yeah. that's like in the, the that, cards. That's the Olivia Wilde movie right. that you had had mentioned previously. Yeah, Wait, right. Olivia Wilde's making a Spider Woman movie. That, I love this conversation. This is, this is, this is so much fun. So that's for real. She is booked right now. Pre, don't worry, darling. Though that's what is I was. She's starring in it, or is she? I directing just it? directing it. Yeah, oh. and maybe co-writing. She doesn't seem to. I don't know if she like does touch-ups on the scripts or she always directs other people's scripts. I don't know that. But anyway, yeah, I think directing, I don't know about, yeah, if she'd be in it at all, but. Huh. Like, normally I would be fretting over a non-MCU Sony Marvel movie, but then Olivia Wilde called me and she said, don't worry, darling. I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. That sounds like it's going to be good. How could this go wrong? Bravo. Also, I just want to um, close a quick connection here. Mm, uh-huh. The director of Body Heat is Lawrence Kasdan, who Lawrence Kasdan wrote Empire Strikes oh, Back and Return of the yeah. Jedi, and like all like all the Indiana Jones movies. But uh, I love Kasdan. Crazy! I didn't know Lawrence Kasdan did that. That's wild. I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yeah. See, there you go. That's Olivia Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. There's a, a lot of good connections. Um, was Lord, I forgot about that too until you just mentioned it. Um, I don't know if that was his like f- one of his first, but I've realized too because he also wrote, maybe directed uh, the the. God damn it! I almost did the big heat again. I almost did it all fucking over again. <laughs> and now I'm trying to look at this fucking filmography and find it. He did uh, another movie with William Hurt from that era that I just found like a few years ago. Um, uh, and I I have no idea what it's fucking called. The Don't big hurt chill. me, darling. Uh, oh, okay. So he did the big heat. <laughs> the big heat. But he did body heat in 1981. <laughs> he wrote uh, Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark. He was part of those. Body Heat was his his the same year Raiders came out, and then Return of the Jedi he co-wrote, and then The Big Chill, where it was his next movie, which is also an amazing movie that I didn't know about, and I just found in the last couple of years that I love. So is the Big Chill yeah. part of the big the big heat universe? <laughs> 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 
Is it related? <laughs> is that part of the temperature cinematic universe? <laughs> too long of a title that seems really long but i love it god damn the temperature cinematic universe holy i'm like scanning through his next stuff i'm like did he make anything else temperature wise nope okay good (laughs) holy shit that's so funny well good to Uh, know damn yeah well my my entire head is just on fire right now laughing so hard uh so i did watch one bat yeah, thing uh since the last episode and you know i was in the mood for some more uh animated batman movies mm. so i watched one that i used to own way back in the day it's a movie from 2003 called batman mystery of the batwoman and uh it has uh the dearly departed Kevin Conroy as Batman. Uh, this time he has Robin, uh, Tim Drake Robin. I think Batgirl is in it. Previ- I'm sorry, uh, Barbara Gordon. She's not in her Batwoman or Batgirl costume mm. uh, in the movie, but she's, look, we'll get into this later in the Lego movie. But uh, there's a, a mysterious all gray Batwoman flying around Gotham City. She's got a red gloves and a red bat on her chest. And uh, Bruce, as Batman, is trying to figure out who that is, thus the the title, Mystery of the Batwoman. I mean, it's honestly, it's all right there. Um, and uh, it was a fun watch. Uh, I, I remembered who the Batwoman was from when I saw it, you know, 20 years ago or whatever the fuck. But uh, it was still fun. Uh, the animation has been updated since the, uh, the movie we watched. What was it? Mask of the Phantasm. Mm. But uh, it still works. Kevin Conroy is still excellent. And uh, it's, it's not as good as Mask of the Phantasm, but it's a solid movie to watch if you like uh, this version of Batman. And Steven, I will say, uh, since you are a fan of the Scream franchise, yeah. oh. I think you would like the idea of who the Batwoman is. That's all I'll say. Is it Skeet Ulrich? God damn it. I said too much. I guessed it. I said too much. I guessed it. Who who is it? You gotta tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really curious now, but I'm not sure I'm gonna watch the movie either. I mean, should I watch the movie? Well, it's up to you. I do remember, I had to look this up because that costume you said, that the gray with the red sounded kind of cool. And it looks familiar. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I've never seen this, but maybe with like the cover of it, um, Mm -hmm. like when it was like for rent or something way back in the day. Um, Yeah. That looks pretty cool, but. I don't know. Well, look, I, I don't want to spoil it for any of the listeners, but I'll tell you guys off air. Okay. You know, whenever we're done recording or I've whatever. I've always wanted to do one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you off be part of the in- Yeah. yeah. In- in- yeah, crowd. yeah That's pretty sweet. I love, uh, well, I wouldn't say who it was, but one of our guests a while back on a big group that we had on did an amazing comedic run with all this fucking hilarious personal stuff. And after like 15 minutes, he was like, none of that's going in the show. You know that, right? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that, Brent? vaguely oh my god it was uh, was just because uh, it was so funny and i was like fuck this was all off air i didn't know this was off air damn it you know you're gonna have to tell me this off air because (laughs) i do not remember i was like like my brain was trying to make a connection but it's like no that was the spot where you dented your brain oh my god that information anymore there you go fair enough Uh, man but uh yeah so i'm all set for many topics uh do you guys just want to jump into the main topic then let's do it Hell yeah. Garbage Pail right. Kids. Let's do it. <laughs> Pivot. Strap in. We've got seven hours of Garbage Pail <laughs> talk. Um, all right. I got the cast list and stuff up here. Um, 
and so if you guys want to take a break, I'm going to read this for the next 30 minutes, I think, because there's that many okay. fucking people in it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, so this was directed by Chris McKay, uh, screenplay by Seth Graham Greene, Chris McKenna, Eric Summers, Jared Stern, John Whittington. Usually I wouldn't be worried about a, a movie with a lot of screenwriters because that can signal bad things. But with this, it signals bad things. Um... <laughs> Stumbled into Steven, that. Steven, shut off your mic. You're losing it. You're losing your mic. No, but it's uh, for this. I feel like it's it'd be like, it's all like jokes, like right. So right. it's like yeah. you, like the number of people in there is just like a writer's room for a TV show. That's maybe better, you know. Kill a lot of people. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so starring God. Here we go. Um, Will Ornett <laughs> as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Zach Galifianakis as Joker. Michael Sarah as Dick Grayson Robin. Rosario Dawson as Barbara Gordon slash Batgirl. Ray Fiennes as Alfred Pennyworth. Jenny Slate as Harley Quinn. Hector Elizondo as James Gordon. Ellie Kemper as Phyllis Abrick. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's the gatekeeper of the Phantom Zone. Mariah Carey as Mary McCaskill. Um, and then there's like a whole bunch of other people that also just make like cameos, um, like Billy D. Williams, uh, fucking Adam Devine, Zooks, uh, Zoe Kravitz, Conan O'Brien, like so many fucking people in this movie that show up in little cameos. So, yeah, this was Zoe Kravitz's first at bat <laughs> with uh, being Catwoman. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Yeah. So somebody, whoever casted this is a big fan of podcasts. Of co- of alt alt mm. comedy podcasts, I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was like uh, Chris Hardwick, Ralph Garman, were were voices yeah. in this. Doug um, Benson. What was that? Doug Benson. Doug Benson. Oh yeah. Uh, some and some names that I knew. There's so many on here, um, but not people that I really Kate am familiar Micucci, with. Ricky Lindholm. Yeah, yeah, right. Jason Manzukis. Yeah. 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 There's so many people. So um, yeah. Uh, I think we should just go ahead and, and jump into this as major spoiler talk, definitely from here. Um, yeah. But of all the Bat movies we've watched so far, this one has is the most <laughs> crucial that we keep the lid <laughs> on all of the secrets therein. You know, you know what I was wondering. I did notice that it came out in 2017, which is when this podcast started. Um, yeah, so we could have done this like early on, interestingly enough. But uh, I had never mm-hmm. watched it until. Like the other day for this show, so oh, yeah. um, I'm curious. Did you guys had you seen this when it came out? And and the Lego Movie, I've still never seen. I should preface that I was gonna maybe watch it for this episode, but I've only seen this one. So uh, what about you, Ross? Did you uh, do you like? Uh, have you seen these before? Uh, yes, I've seen this one. I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it when it came out, probably on streaming somewhere. I didn't right. pay for it. Um, directly <laughs> it wasn't because an important distinction to be made yes. <laughs> no it, it was it was one that was like i saw it you know when it was coming out i saw the lego movie i don't think i saw that that in the theaters either but i did see it like afterwards on something and i was like oh that was pretty that was pretty fun like it was a mm-hmm. good movie um then i heard the lego batman movie and i was like yeah i'll check that out when it happens um i i wasn't like in a dire rush to see it right just because I don't go to the theaters very often. And when I do, it's like I go for stuff that I really am like, I got to see this in the theater. Totally. Um, the nanny. The nanny. <laughs> reunion. <laughs> the nanny lives. <laughs> uh, no, I think the last movie I saw in the theaters may have been Dune. Mm-hmm. That was last year. No, wait, no. One year ago. Wait, no, I saw Batman. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. 
And that we found out before the show came out this year. So yeah, there you yeah, go. Apparently, mm-hmm. I'm shocked. Right. <laughs> uh, I did see that in the theaters because I had heard like it was it was it was really good, um, mm-hmm. and it was really impressive on the big screen. Uh, that's that's yeah. what really what I go for if, is if, if I hear like oh this is really you want to see this on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, th- then I saw this when it came out, and I was like, hey, this is a perfectly enjoyable movie. I had a good time watching it. I snickered a few times. Um, it was obvious the people who wrote it understood Batman really well and like yep. the way a lot of that stuff works in the Batman universe. Um, and there was so many callbacks. Like I tried to take notes at some point and I was just like, fuck this. Like there's right. so many references. I can't I can't keep up with all the jokes and pausing it every like five seconds to be like, oh, I saw something in the background. F- Ferris air. <laughs> um, uh, but but uh, no, whoever did this obviously you know was a comic book fan and mm-hmm. dug deep um, and and really hit on some cool themes and um, I maybe didn't love the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about that maybe when we get there. But um, overall, no, it's a it's a fun movie. It's a it's really fun to watch. Right on. What about mm-hmm. you, Brent? Um, Lego Movie and then this one. Uh, Lego movie I did see in theaters just because I heard all the hype around it and I like animated adventures and I thought it was just okay. Like, oh, uh, it is, it is part of like my movie collection, but it it was because it was given to me in a bundle thing. Uh, (laughs) don't even worry about it. But, um, Lego Batman, I, that was the year I moved to my current house where I'm recording right now. And this movie came out like a couple of weekends after we moved. So, uh, we were busy just like unpacking and, you know, yelling at each other about right. dumb shit, you know, just standard weekend stuff here at the Hibbert <laughs> household. But uh, I, I remember thinking, oh, that looks like it might be fun. Uh, but I just never got around to watching this movie until I got COVID this year. And then I was like, I guess I'll finally crack the lid on this. Oh, wow. And I did. And I've fucking had a blast watching it. Uh, that said, I forgot, even though it was just a few months ago, I forgot about the plot of this movie <laughs> when I rewatched it a couple nights That's ago. That's fun, though. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to, like, rediscover it all and relive all those jokes and everything. So, uh, yeah, I, I had a blast watching this movie. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see what your take is on this, Stephen, because mm-hmm. uh, you had said last week, again, off air, that you might try watching the Lego movie and... I, you know, I was hesitant for you, you hesitant. on your behalf. Right. Yeah, because uh, I was like, I, you don't watch a lot of animated movies anyway, and I feel like yeah. if you don't like the Lego movie, how's it going to reflect on the Lego Batman movie, and then how mm. is that going to reflect on animation as a whole? You know, it's just, I, mean, it's <laughs> I give up on all of it. I'm like, these yeah. are fucking terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, because you mentioned that, and I was, I was curious because I was like, I watch animated stuff, but I was like, I don't watch a lot of modern animated stuff. And it's more just because I just don't, I don't know. I don't have the time for it. I have other, I have time for other things. <laughs> like, uh, I just don't think about them as much. And I'm like way behind on so many Pixar movies. Like I love Pixar stuff. Uh, if I'm gonna watch anything, that's going to be it. And I'm not even watching most of their stuff anymore. So, but I do, I'm like, but I like You're them. like, they made it. <laughs> You're like, they made a Toy Story 3 what? and 4. <laughs> I will say I only watched Toy Story 3 like last year. So, yeah, I mean, like I am behind like. Wow. Um, yeah. So uh, but yeah, I, I do like 
animated movies though and i thought i would like the at least the lego movie i'd heard such good things about this is why we need a video brit is fucking dying over here <laughs> i was just imagining you watch toy story 3 which has such a heart-wriching oh, ending God. to it even yes. though everything works out right you're like wow that was really moving and powerful I can't uh, can't believe that I would, uh, you know, that was such an adventure. Oh, there's a another one. Nah. Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds too much now. Look at the last one ended. Terrifying. It took me a whole Holy year to recover just from that, you know. So give me another five years, and maybe I'll watch Toy Story four, and, and Toy Story six is going to be great at that time. I hear. <laughs> that was your own personal COVID. Yeah. You, you spent all that time recovering. That's right. Um, but yeah, so for these, like I'd heard the Lego movie. I heard a lot of good stuff about that, but just never watched it. Um, and it wasn't anything I just like anything else. I was just like, yeah, I'll get around to it. And I just never did. And then this one, um, because I hadn't watched that one, I was like, well, I have no real interest in this one, whatever. Um, I knew the voice cast for him really big. And that's cool. But um, some of the people in here, at least like cameos, they were saying like Superman is uh, what's his fucking Channing Tatum is Superman. Yeah. And he's reprising yeah. his role from the Lego movie. So I don't know if he's even in that a whole lot, but I was like, oh, I thought he was just in this for a little bit because why would he be in the other one? But I'm I'm like I'm realizing I'm there's references out there. I'm probably missed for years, you know, uh, with both of these movies. But um, I will say that I did not watch the Lego movie after watching this one. I'm curious now because I did like the Lego Batman movie. Um, I also I'm kind of like Ross, like I really had a good time. I had a lot of fun. Um, But at the same time. I feel like the uh, the jokes are almost overwhelming to me. There's like so much. There's so many characters. There's so much on screen, and there's so many jokes. I feel like it's a, I like a lot of anything I've watched, like nephews and stuff. Like a lot of some modern things. I'm just like there's just like too much going on. But they're like an ADHD heaven that there's like so much happening, and it's a mm-hmm. little too much for me. So um, I rewatched a little bit of it today for writing like a few notes and just like getting the the feel of it again and i liked it more today uh once i kind of got the vibe of it but i felt like if i watched the lego movie i would get them confused or like my brain would literally explode i would have too much (laughs) going on and i was like i need to have like only one of these in my head at a a time for the show at least Mm -hmm. you know so but uh, i did enjoy it actually so um I'm, i'm excited to get into it i also did not write many notes at first. And then today I, I wrote a few like references or specific things that I wanted to hit on. But same thing, Ross, it's like there's so much happening that if you wanted to write it, it would just like we'd be here for fucking seven hours, you know, and mm-hmm. that would be no fun for anybody. So the yeah. joke saturation in this movie alone is just out of control. Like there's crazy. Just, like you said, it's 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 probably probably why you didn't remember the movie was because right. so much <laughs> fucking happened in yeah. it that you're just like. Okay, the plot, let's see. Right. The plot is actually pretty simple, but there's just so much going on around it at all times that it's like, mm-hmm. holy shit, it's wild. Yeah. You, yeah, you have plots with the, uh, I'm sorry, you have jokes with the plot, you have uh, jokes that are like throwaway one-liners, you mm-hmm. have jokes that are for like deep cut nerds and references to uh like old comics and whatnot you've got visual jokes like it's like the jpm on this jokes per minute is just massively high you know but it all works i thought about that because brent you'll mention that that jpm and i was like i think you need Mm -hmm. to adjust it it's not it's not jokes per second they're not that fast but it Mm -hmm. is like multiple jokes per minute and it's like it's just so Mm -hmm. rapid fire 
um, that it, yeah, it was a little, little much for me, but once I got into the, the rhythm of it, um, it's almost the same way. One way, one way, uh, notes was about the animation style. Um, mm. I was kind of back and forth on it. I, I, I also have never played any of the Lego video games. There's like so much, so many Lego worlds out there. I get the physical bricks that you can play with. I don't understand this like whole new thing of pop culture that kids are or, or adults or anybody's into with all of this stuff. It's just as an aesthetic, I don't really understand. In some parts, the animation would look like, well, anybody could do this. Everybody just has Legos. You could just, you know, stop motion it and like it would look just like this. I could see a lot of the artistry sometimes, but sometimes I was like, oh, I, anybody could have done this with enough time. And then other times I was like, oh, no, this is really inventive. And then again, once I got into that style, then I kind of settled into the movie and I liked it a lot more. But um, uh, I was wondering, too, do you guys play any of the other video games? Uh, Like I know there's like Harry Potter, at least. I'm not sure what else is out there. But uh, what about you, Ross? Yeah, I I played a lot of the Harry Potter ones uh, with my Mm -hmm. wife. We really enjoy those because she's not like super great at video games. So they're like easy enough where we can play together and like have a good time. Now you got into those after J.K. Rowling became a turf, right? <laughs> that's yes, that's, yes. That's when you really I had got no into association it. before that. And once she came out as a turf, I was like, oh, okay, I can fucks with this. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. I fucks yeah. with this. No, um, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah. But uh, I also played. I played uh, most of the Lego Star Wars games, um, but also the newest one, the Skywalker Saga, which was like the big one. I mm. did like the prequels, the original trilogy, then the sequel trilogy. Oh damn. Um, and that was, that, that's kind of in the same way where there's like, there's just, as you're exploring around, there's so many like little layered jokes and everything, like so many deep cut things for star Wars nerds. Uh, so wh- whoever's in charge of like, you know, uh, uh, finding the talent to make these, th- these Lego related properties is killing it out there because they get people who like truly understand it. And you feel mm-hmm. like there is genuine, like effort that goes into making these like great products and not just like cash grabs. Like I've never, I've never had any Lego associated anything, whether it be like physical or media that have ever felt like they were just like cashing in on something. It's all felt like genuine and, and like someone cared, someone gave a shit. Uh, mm-hmm. so I really appreciate that. Like the Lego, uh, Skywalker saga is, is mm. a lot of fun. Um, there's so much there, um, in that game. It's unreal, but, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised though. You didn't, you didn't really jive with the animation. Cause I thought the animation was fucking incredible in this. I think it is too. I think it just took me a while to get, it's this weird thing of like, it's, it's like CGI stop motion in my head. Like in my head, it's like, these are actual bricks they look like that like the, you know they're not the, right just, <laughs> no that's what i'm saying it's like it, uh, so if i watch like a cgi like pixar movie right and i i can see the individual like i can see the grain of dust on the hair on the back of sully and i can see that that took a lot of effort for them to do but then i see are this you talking like, about are you talking about flight Flight? You're talking about Sully Solenberger, <laughs> right? Miracle on the Hudson. Yeah, you can see it on the back of Tom Hanks's head. You see the okay. goose feather in his hair. Exactly. <laughs> That's a CGI movie, guys. Wild. They really improved it since the Polar Express. <laughs> I was gonna say as he climbed out onto the cockpit and slaughtered those geese with his bare hands. <laughs> That's hard. But it's uh, like watching a Pixar movie where it's I can see that goose has a box knife. <laughs> 
No, but did, did did you notice in the Lego in the Lego Batman movie, like anytime there was a close up on any of the plastic, there were little imperfections and little scratches, and they look like I don't think the TV's were... that good. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Steven smears Vaseline all over his TVs. I watched this on VHS on a Vaseline covered TV. I don't know what you guys watch it on. Fucking 4K or whatever. Seventy five but... feet back from the screen. <laughs> I watch it from binoculars at my neighbor's house. No, but no, I did not see any imperfections. Really? Brent, did you notice that? Yeah, the little uh, imperfections in the, yeah. the bricks and whatnot. And, yeah. And even yeah. like, you know, when they when they make a toy and they, they have like a mold and they press it together and there's like a little you'll always see like a little line kind of around plastic. Mm-hmm. Like where you'll you'll see that in certain like when they when, when like the hair turns or something, you'll see the little like pressing line. That's actually on mm. like the like if you take a Lego Lego figure, you'll see the exact same. Like I thought the attention to detail, like they could have easily mm-hmm. just made everything uh, you know, kind of like one texture. Right. But it shiny it, plastic, it really yeah. looked like they modeled each and every brick and got the exact texture right. And there was even some like on Batman's uh like cow when it got really close, there was like a l- tiny little like scratch. You know, like a tiny little imperfection in it, and it's like barely noticeable. But like, I, I thought that attention to detail was just awesome. I thought the animation in this movie was better than the Lego Movie, but that's just from my memory of the Lego Movie seeing it the first time because I thought it was a little too jittery, and they got it a lot more like fine tuned yeah. in this one. Uh, so Stephen, I feel like if you watch the Lego Movie before watching this movie, <laughs> yeah, it might, you might just like, seize oh. out. Yeah. Well, it might have been like, oh, they've really improved. Yeah, it's I, I so I would I would uh first I'll say that you're showing me or you're telling me things that I didn't really notice. So I would be like, yeah, that's there's stuff I just didn't see on there. Like my really like my TV is not as good, or like I just was sticking far back or whatever, I wasn't paying enough attention. Uh it's it's like maybe just more of an aesthetic that's just not personally pleasing to me as like I, right. like the Lego games, I'm just like they I have no interest in playing them. I've played them like in a store before, like when you're walking by and they have like set up. And I was just like, I don't understand why this is appealing. If I wanted to play with Legos, I would go buy Legos. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, so it's just not for me. The, the person working in the store is like, you don't have to buy it. <laughs> I told you. And eight I'm like, times. give me the game. Give, I, give me the Xbox now. I need it. So you don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, but yeah, so my shift was over 12 minutes ago. <laughs> maybe just for me. But what what finally clicked and it was early on. Uh, but again, it was just like it took me a second to get into it. It's like it's more of like an aesthetic. I just would not have chosen. It's not a. Uh, I don't know that I would have watched these really. It's why I didn't watch them for a long time, right? Like you do it for the show. And then now I'm like, I I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I didn't seek it out. Um, But in particular, it was one of the first fight scenes with like all the Joker and all the henchmen and Batman comes in there, whatever. And there was like an explosion. And the way they did the explosion with like the kind of like um, translucent uh, little like square ones, I was like, it was brilliant. It was so fast. And there were so many of them that filled the explosion screen that I was like, wow, that was really inventive the way that they used that, like actually to make it look like actual bricks in this world. And then they obviously get really creative with that stuff. Like I love the whole idea of like, not just Batman has all these gadgets or toys or vehicles, whatever, but it's like, he can literally just build them next to him. I love the yeah. whole idea of that. So they really leaned into it a lot. But uh, yeah, just for me personally, he's a master builder and you would know that if you watch a Lego movie. Oh, wow. shit. Is wow. Batman in that movie? Yeah. I got to watch that movie. 
<laughs> yeah. I honestly have no idea it's what's it's in that really movie. Good. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Uh, so I will. I want to, but I wanted to wait. Yeah, for uh, for this episode. So I was really impressed. Where like I felt like there were decisions that they made that I'm like they probably debated like okay. So the you see the the plane flying through the clouds, and you're like, well, do you build the clouds mm. out of brick because you built the explosion out of brick? But right. where they where they chose to build certain things out of brick and where to not, you know, like they didn't build like the water. They didn't try to make that look like bricks flowing or mm. anything like that. I thought like they did a really good balance of like finding out where to model them after like a specific Lego part and where to make it more of just like a naturalistic, um, like environmental kind of thing. Right on. And like there were so many. I loved how there would be just like these 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 deep saturated colors. Um, that were uh, just like kind of bleeding out from like everywhere. Like it looked almost like neon, you know, at times, but, mm -hmm. but it, it wasn't necessarily, it was just sort of like this atmospheric haze that was hanging around. Um, I really loved the way all of that looked. I thought that Gotham just looked so fucking cool in this. It did. I like I, the design. Yeah. yeah. I like the design of his ships. All that stuff's good. And Bloodhaven. We got a Bloodhaven reference. Does that mean something to you, Brent? I don't. <laughs> I feel like this is where I feel like sometimes, like you're talking about the. Is this a comic reference? It is. Yeah, oh, it's damn a, it, uh, I'm not an adjacent Fuck. town. I think uh, where oh where that one right uh, patrols or whatever. Yeah. There's a couple is. little Nightwing yeah. references. Hey, I got I got my Nightwing socks rocking. Can you see that? Hey, they keep. It keeps they showing keep us the background. It. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. Okay. Take my word for it. I have Nightwing socks. I do. I do believe it though. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what about voice cast? So there's so many people in this, but um, in particular, I, my notes were the, like the main three that I liked: uh, Will Arnett, Michael Sarah, which really surprised me. I had no idea he was going to be in this movie, uh, and then mm -hmm. Rosario Dawson. Um, I thought Will Arnett, especially after talking about Kevin Conroy's the the voice of Batman, I was surprised that I really liked him. I thought that he was he, I think he did a good job. Um, I mostly know him from comedy stuff, so that surprised me. Yeah, I I think that if he wasn't in this exact role, his voice would get a bit grating. Like if he were doing an animated voice for like Mask of the Phantasm, mm -hmm. I don't think that would work. Right. That would it's not no. uh, not enough flavor there. But this is almost perfect because the I guess the the bit is that he's a a hardcore Batman like Batfleck era you know, bat God version of Batman. And then you have the Burt Ward right. version of Robin essentially. And you, you team up those two characters and they play off each other and whatnot. The contrast between those two characters of what, uh, makes the movie sing so much. Um, he, what, he's an all-star Batman, Batman. Like I could easily hear Will Arnett saying, I'm the goddamn Batman. Like, I can believe that. Mm-hmm. That, that, uh, Steven, if you're not familiar with All-Star Batman, that was a uh, comic book written by Frank Miller and drawn by Jim Lee. And it was a... Right. Uh, I mean, I don't know if... It, I don't know. Would you call it a parody, Brent? Uh, it's almost like Frank Miller was parodying his own yeah. previous works. That's interesting. Uh, on Batman, yeah. It was like, like way over the top. His new nightmare versus his uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that his? Yeah, but you know, New Nightmare is watchable. <laughs> Wait, is All-Star not good? It's it's kind of not. Have you no. seen uh, Transformers uh, Dark of the Moon, Dark Side of the Moon? I feel like I have seen that one. That might have been the last one I watched, though, yeah. It's like that, where it's yeah. like, 
okay, this is so goddamn ridiculous that I'm enjoying watching this. There is literally a scene. So Green Lantern is his weakness is yellow. I know that sounds kind of stupid. They kind of make sense of it in the comics, but right. Frank Miller, of course, takes that to ten. Um, so Batman is going to face off against Green Lantern. So what does he do? He has Green Lantern meet him in a room that Robin has painted entirely yellow. <laughs> oh, and do you think it's just the room that was painted yellow? No, they're both painted yellow. They've painted their skin yellow. Also, Batman <laughs> is drinking yellow lemonade. Um, yeah. So, so it's, and he also says, uh, he, uh, uh, to Robin, one of the first things he says, <clears throat> And I apologize for this. I'm quoting. I am not saying this, but he says, are you a goddamn retard? I'm the goddamn Batman. Mm -hmm. I can um, totally hear Will Arnett saying all of that, though, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 it reminded me a lot of of all star Batman where it was just right. like, wow, this is. But I but but I enjoy that because it's playing on like a Batman trope of him being just like right. too serious and angry and all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but I thought he was like, like you said, Brent, it's like he's good for this Batman. And uh, that's kind of the beauty of Batman is that you get so many different versions of him and stuff. But I thought for this one, he was great. Um, uh, Rosario Dawson. Steven, I was going <clears throat> I was going to ask you, did you look up the voice cast before you watched the movie or did you no. just watch the movie and try to figure out the voices as you watched it? Yeah, and I, I knew he was in it pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um just for being famous for being a Batman, you know, and especially after looking yeah. up Kevin Conroy. But other than that, I, I literally had no idea who's in this at all. Um, okay. And I didn't recognize a ton of them. Uh, Michael Sarah, I did because I've watched super bad um, 900 times. And so it was, in, <laughs> it was in my head a lot, but um, like Rosario Dawson, it was like close. I don't think I guessed. I think I looked it up by that point, but I was like, she's really familiar. There's a ton of them that I was like, a, a kind of, I, I would have never told you that the Joker was Zach Galifianakis, not in a million years. Oh, okay, I yeah. had no idea that was him. And he usually, to me, has a very distinctive voice, but I think he did something a little different. I don't know. But, I think uh, he yeah, killed Back it. and forth. Right? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm curious with that, because Mark Hamill is, is the animated Joker voice is also, like we were talking about with Kevin Conroy, is like the big one. But uh, what do you think about the other people in here? Any others that stood out to you guys? Well, I do love that Will Arnett and Michael Sarah were both in this and that were, they were playing like a brotherly kind of fatherly brotherly thing, which if you mix a brother and a father, you get an uncle. And so Arrested Development. <laughs> you were like, say it together, buddy. We all know it. Uncle, got it. <laughs> but but at, at one point he called him me uh, Hermosa. My... My... Uh -huh. my uh, son... Yeah, but but there's an ongoing joke in Arrested Development with me, Hermanos, which is my brother. Um, mm, if you guys so have seen Arrested Development, so there's like a couple little like Arrested Development little mm -hmm. uh, little jokes in there, and I really uh, the 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 interplay between those two, especially on Arrested Development, is fucking hilarious. So uh, I really I really appreciated that. I didn't even think about them being connected from that show. That makes total sense. It's like another layer to this that I didn't get. Right. Like if you're if you're into that show, then obviously you'd connect them and that. But uh, well, I've so still never seen jokes. It. There are jokes on top of jokes on top of jokes in this movie. Right. It's ridiculous. The fact that Billy D. Williams played Two-Face is a joke in and of itself. Mm -hmm. um, because Billy D. Williams was originally supposed to be Two-Face in the third um, uh, 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 Tim Burton like, movie. Right, right, right. The, the, 
the Tim Burton Batman movie, he was supposed to be uh, uh, Harvey Dent, and then uh, then that didn't happen. Uh, so then bringing him back to play Two Face in this is like uh, you know a joke on that. Like right. there's so many things that like God, you could go on uh, just like down a rabbit hole with almost every line has like some meta joke to it. Yeah, there were uh, two references that stood out to me as for for my nerddom that I wrote down, and I, I tried to listen to them again today to actually get the lines, but they referenced Jim Cotta at one point, which was uh, oh, yeah. right. How did this get made? Episode. That's how I heard about that movie, right? Yeah. So that was fun. And then the one that really stood out to me that I was so excited about was Gleaming the Cube, which is a skateboarding <laughs> movie. And they oh, re- yeah. referenced that at one point. I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Like nobody they're talks about nerd, the They're cube. comedy podcast nerds. Like that's awesome, man. For sure, yeah. somebody in there was like, knew what they were doing. I mean, bringing, right. bringing Doug Benson on to do Bane is like, you have to have heard Doug Loves Movies in order to like mm-hmm. bring that up as an option. I will say I did just watch the uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, and so I got to see that version of uh, what I called like gigantic luchador Bane. And uh, much prefer him in this kind of version. That Those movies were, were also over-the-top silly, but in such a bad way. This was mm. like, oh, this is fun. Everybody's having a good time, you know? Yeah. Uh, real quick, going back to the Burton verse, uh, I noticed it, it wasn't until I rewatched this movie after watching the two Burton films that I realized that this is essentially the Tim Burton Batman costume, where it's all black, and then you have the yellow right. utility belt, and then the uh, yellow oval on the chest. It's like, goddamn, that really moved its way forward. Because you don't really see that in comics anymore. Mm. And most of the time you have it in animation or anything else, it's it's more utilitarian or just straight up uh, superhero like he has the the uh, shorts or whatever on. So uh, I thought that was interesting. I, wait, shorts like, you know, cut the, off jeans. His, his, yeah. <laughs> He's got Daisy Dukes. He's got the yeah. bottom jeans. <laughs> yeah. Boots with the fur, of course. <laughs> It's like, oh, we were talking about that with Dave, whatever he was on, about all the different 90s, like, incarnations of all the different Batmans you could buy, especially when, like, Forever and all that came out and oh, stuff. God. It's like, did you get Daisy Duke Batman? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Fucking get that. He's drinking lemonade with it. Fucking sick. <laughs> In the toy commercial, it's a little kid with the, that same Batman figure saying, better watch out, Green Lantern. <laughs> Punches him off the... Off the uh, stool or whatever. Um, I I was surprised that when I uh, rewatched this movie, one of the characters' voices that I did remember that's kind of a deep cut is Mariah Carey as Mayor McCaskill. Crazy. Oh, really? I remember looking that up after I watched it the first time, and for whatever reason, that stuck with me. So when I watched it back this time, I recognized it immediately. But I do have to say that this is her best performance since Glitter, a movie whose soundtrack came out on 9-11. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Uh-huh. So people were jamming. Just like earlier in Japan. But in, a, in Never. the States, it came yeah. out on 9-11. Never forget. Never forget. Never yeah. forget. Um, yeah. yeah, that was wild. I, I don't know her to have ever done any voice acting or any acting besides Glitter, I guess. I forget about that movie. I don't know why. But um, How could you? <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a hit. <laughs> That's why that hashtag never forget was created. All right. All right. Um, but for your talk about that, the Batman suit, the Burton kind of Batman suit. I only noticed that today on the rewatch. Um, but uh, one of my notes specifically is that I love that they reference the other movies and, and the other Batman incarnations. And they mm-hmm. just they're just like, oh, remember that time 
in the sixties when you did that stuff. And remember that time in 89 and I was like, wow, they can just, they can just do that. That's what I love about animation is they can really just be like, fuck it. They're all the same. The Joker makes a line at one point where he's, they've been doing this for 78 years. And I was like, wow, fuck it. Like, just go with it. They're all the same. They're just doing different versions or whatever. And uh, it was really fun to see all those references pop up throughout the whole movie. So I thought that was really fun that they could do that. Mm -hmm. Again, more Easter eggs, you know? I yeah, will say I just I, didn't expect it. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the whole um, Barbara Gordon, Bruce Wayne. Okay, this is what I wanted to discuss earlier. I want to talk about Mystery of the Batwoman. Bruce Woman. Tim's ears so, just perked up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I hate that so much. Uh, there was a controversy around the animated version <clears throat> of The Killing Joke that's a huge fan favorite amongst Bat fans. And uh, we were all hyped for that movie to come out. Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill were reprising their roles as Batman and the Joker. And it sounded like it was going to be rad, uh, except the comic that the movie was based on wasn't long enough to fill out 88 minutes or whatever. So they added like a whole uh, pre uh, like prequel thing to the beginning of the movie where Batman and Batgirl fuck Oh, and it's it's gross. It. It's like a gross relationship. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, because he's I have like no history with her, this. Yeah, I don't know anything no, about he's, this. He's a mentor to her, okay. and it seems just very like predatory, you know. And like in the comics, uh, Robin and Batgirl kind of grew up together. I think she's slightly older than him, but they have a budding romance. And you know, if you don't want to take it that direction, that's fine. But like, I don't know, man, there's something so skeevy to have it be Batman and Batgirl. And it's just she, I she understand even that's says not... at one point in this movie, she's like, I looked up to you when I was a kid and I was like, ew, 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 <laughs> ew, ew. Yeah. ew. Uh-huh. At least yeah. don't say that because then you can be right. like, well, they're the same age in this continuity. I but, thought they were. Yeah, there you go. Um, Missed it. In the comic books, no, she's much closer to Dick's age, and Dick and her have have like a huge history together. So it would be like your adoptive dad fucking your like long term girlfriend, your like childhood like crush, um, which is just fucking gross. And Bruce Tim knows weird. this. And look, I love almost everything Bruce Tim has ever done, but his weird crusade to make Bruce Wayne and Barbara Gordon happen is just weird and creepy. And I don't understand why he continues to do that. Even comics that he's written where they're like, they'll be like Elseworld stories. He'll want to like hook up Bruce and Barbara all, all the time. It's gross. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. I had no history with Barbara as really a character at all. Um, or or Batgirl besides the uh, Alicia Silverstone Batgirl that I just watched in Batman and Robin, which is a, a whole different take on that character, I suppose. But um, <laughs> I will say, no, I think that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, having rewatched the Burton ones and then watched those Schumacher ones as well, um, the love interest for Batman are an interesting point for me because he does seem kind of like the James Bond Lothario sort of thing. Like it's always a new new Batgirl, uh, new not really the bad girl, a new like bond girl, right. For, for bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I noticed as I watched those, they get like more and more vapid, I guess, basically it's like the first movie. It's like, he meets this woman and she's like an intrepid reporter. And he's like, can I reveal more about myself? And then he, he does. And they're like, we're going to make this work. And the next movie, she's just like out of there. There's a new woman kind of does like the same, same, same vibe, right? He's trying to figure out like, 
his trauma, her trauma, if they can like trust each other and, and Catwoman and stuff. The third movie is Nicole Kidman. She's a psychologist, so they're still working on that level at least, but it's a lot like silly relationship. The fourth one, George Clooney is just dating. I think it's Elle McPherson. And she's just like some hot chick next to him and they're like about to get married and they're just like, eh, screw it. He doesn't she doesn't need to know he's Batman. She can just be with Bruce like no big deal or whatever. It gets like lower. The, the bar gets lower and lower. And then with this one, mm-hmm. though, I felt like, well, at least now he's got like a woman who's like badass. Right. Like but I had no mm-hmm. history if that was like supposed to be a thing. And to me, they in my head, they were the same age. So I was like, whatever. But uh, I didn't realize that it's like the history of that has some uh, effect on Batman fans, you know? Yeah, it's gross. That's the main. <laughs> that's the main takeaway. But it's Rosario like, Dawson. It, I I know, Stephen. Please believe my lawyers are conflicted. Yeah. You know, okay. he belongs with uh, Catwoman. Batman just I, well, belongs with Catwoman. Just after after watching that movie and then reading the Batman eighty nine comic, especially where they she's back and they they go more into that. Um, I loved them together. Like Batman Returns is my favorite so far. The ones we've watched and uh, um, I love their their back and forth. They're bat and cattiness. You're talking about mm-hmm. like year one? Or? No, we watched or read. Oh, uh, it's called Batman 89. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's like a, it's like that third story. It's like Harvey Dent becomes Two-Face and stuff. Right. Um, and it was pretty cool. But um, and she's it's back the, in it. So. It's the continuation in comic form. The six issue series that came out recently. Oh, I didn't even know that happened. God, like earlier this so year, right? Off the fucking. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So it's cool. It has like. The, it's just written a, by Sam Ham. <laughs> Sam Ham, yeah, that's right. It says it's like the Batman '89 like logo, like it says like '89, but it's in that same like font, you know, with like the shiny gold or brass or whatever around it, like that that old like uh, poster was and stuff for the Batman '89 movie. Mm-hmm. So, are um, they working off of the, the 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 script that was? I never figured that out. I meant to look that up, Brett, when we talked about it briefly. Um, I don't know where the because it, it just came out now. I don't know. Was this meant to be the th- like what was going to be a third movie or is it just an idea of what that could have been? I, I don't know if they based it on anything, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, to make you feel safe about wandering into those waters, um, Batman does have Catwoman's cat and it is present for the rest of the the series. That's true. Don't worry. Yeah. Wait, what? So cats are, are being taken care of. Uh-huh. Oh, he actually at, has a cat that he's taken care of? At the end of... Ba- I didn't notice this. In the movie, Batman Returns, he ends up with her cat, a black cat. Yeah. And he's, like, holding it. The, and the very the, last scene, yeah. Yeah, and then in the comic, it's, like, hanging around because there's a really funny scene where Alfred has to take care of it. And she's and he's like, can we give it back to her now? And Bruce is like, no, he's not bothering anybody. And Alfred's like, cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it's... Uh, they bring that continuity in, it's what Brent's saying, and it's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. The little genie is full, sir. What should I? What should I do with this? <laughs> Just kicks it, kicks it down the canyon. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was from August twenty one to July of twenty two. Six issues that they, that came out since then. But uh, it was cool. It's like because um, Harvey Dent does become Two Face, and it kind of goes in that storyline. Mm-hmm. And then I read it concurrently with watching Batman Forever, which has Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones as Two Face. And it was fucking jarring, man. It was so <laughs> weird. And at the same time, you're like, wow, we could have gotten this. Like, we could have gotten Billy uh-huh. D. Williams back and like a full, like, Two-Face arc. My only complaint about it, I think I said with Brent, was that um, they bring Catwoman back, but and she's kind of, you know, she's kind of good and bad, I guess, always. 
And then Harvey Dent as Two-Face, I just didn't know if he would have, if, if they had made that like a trilogy, Burton's trilogy back in the day, I don't know that it would have been a big enough villain after seeing Joker and Penguin, uh, which were, and Catwoman and stuff, which were so well done. I don't know that, even Billy Dee Williams, I don't know that it would have pulled it off and meant much, you know, but uh, it was certainly a cool exercise to read in comic form, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check mm-hmm. it out. But, yeah, check it out. Um, all right, my... Uh, other notes, um, Ross, you kind of stepped on this, or you'd mentioned this before, or whatever, that they, uh, the people involved in this really know Batman and kind of get it. Um, I was shocked as well. I thought, especially as this movie starts and you kind of get that it's like really silly and whatever. Um, there's, there's a lot of aspects of it being a parody of Batman or other superhero stuff. Um, and I thought that's what they're really just going to lean into and just make jokes about it. But they actually seem to know they at the same time they parody, they highlight what exactly makes Batman Batman. And in some respects, it was the best version of the character that I've ever seen in, like, at least in movie form. And specifically, like the the whole plot point of like Batman's greatest fear being like having a family again and like loving people. And I was like, wow, mm. that really explains Batman a lot to me. And it's like, <laughs> right? I kind of got it there, but they really spell it out in a way that I just didn't expect, especially for like a stupid, funny animated movie to do out of all the Batman movies that have come out. I didn't expect this one would be almost the most poignant version of that to me. So uh, it surprised mm-hmm. me. You kind of have to, at this point, deconstruct Batman to really make anything out of him. Because he's been so many different things. And I know, Brent, you're not the biggest Grant Morrison Batman fan. (laughs) 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 The jack off motion for the listener. (laughs) But I do think, like, that's what Morrison did was deconstruct Batman and then built him back up. And I feel like you almost have to do that now at this point with Batman because he's been Mm. so many different things that you can. You can take a light-hearted, swashbuckly approach to it. You can take the dark and brooding. You can take the uh, the you know psycho uh, energies that come out of Gotham. You know, and does that does Batman's presence create uh, you know more villains? Or you know, so many angles that you can go at Batman from. That if you're trying to tell like a concise Batman story that like really tackles all angles, you almost have to do something like this where you. Hmm you hit it from every conceivable sort of um, angle and trope and just mix it all together. And, and that's almost like a more pure Batman because you get all parts of it. Um, And, and, and Batman, again, he's been around for 70 plus years. I mean, he's, he's one of the most enduring fictional characters of all time. And, Hundreds upon hundreds of writers have taken a stab at him and they all have a slightly different take on it. So you can literally go any direction with Batman and you can kind of make it work. Um, Obviously, the thing that most people are familiar with are the movies, which are generally tend to be darker takes on it. Um, So I kind of get why they went with that for like his main uh, like character thrust. But Mm. Then, you know, also throwing in the fact that the Joker and he have this weird kind of psychosexual relationship. And then uh, 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 Dick's whole thing with, you know, I have two dads, you know, and, and the whole dichotomy between Bruce Wayne and Batman. So so they they it's like they they managed to cover all of these weird little uh, uh, things about Batman's characterization 
but I think you can only do it in this way if you're, t- especially if you're trying to tell a story in like under two hours, is where you kind of have to just throw everything at the fucking table to make it, uh, make it a, a quote unquote standalone Batman movie. You know, um, mm-hmm. Grant Morrison had like ten years to deconstruct Batman and build him back up, um, and it's funny because there was like a, at the very end there was like a special thanks to. And I saw people in there like Scott McDaniel and Chuck Dixon and like all these, which, you know, hey, look, I'm not not trying to foo-foo their contributions, but I do truly feel like Grant Morrison's run on Batman um, heavily inspired this um, because uh, I got, look, it's getting late. I better not get into this. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's going in 50 Comic different politics. directions at once. But, um, uh, no, there's just, there's so much like Grant Morrison said, whenever he first started to, to write Batman, he said he wanted to take Batman's entire history and treat it as if it was real, even the old corny stuff. So hmm. that's where you get like the right 1966 Bat you know, the bat dance, you know, um, uh, where Alfred references, like, are you sure this isn't like, you know, 2018, 2005, right. and it keeps flashing back <laughs> to all the different Batman yeah. movies and then he gets like 1966 and he's got you know batman dancing um so so it's like taking all of that history and sort of making sense of it and i feel like they they should have thanked grant morrison in that special totally special thanks too because i i, I really do feel like um this approach to try to bring all batman related everything together into one movie um Morrison did it first. That's all. I'm, that's all. That's all I'll say. That's all I'm going to say. Bye, guys. I'm I'm signing off. Oh wow. Okay. Bye. I. Oh, and he's gone. Wow. No, no I'm still here. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Saved. Um, yeah. I I don't have a lot of uh, comic book history with Batman. It's it's all the movies for me, and there's different versions of that. But um, yeah, even then, you got campy stuff with like the later right. Schumacher movies. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you seen those uh, in any kind of relative recent past? Yeah, I think I watched them like last year. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit. What do you think? It's <laughs> wild, man. I forgot how. Oh, wild I used they to watch. Are. Okay, let's see. Forever is the Val Kilmer one, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so, and so, Jim my wife and I watched like those, those four. So, starting with like the 89 right. and then uh, Batman returns Returns. forever and batman and robin so we watched like all four of those in like just like a one day when it was like snowing out or something we watched just tore through them all um i used to watch batman forever like the most out of all of them oh my god it's amazing i love it um i'm not proud of it (laughs) but i used to watch the fuck out of that movie (laughs) i love jim carrey right and he's uh, in his prime then man oh man and he he kills it he fucking kills it um, honestly, they're all pretty decent. I, I will say even the Batman and Robin one, if you look at it through the context of this is like a 1966 right. Adam West, Burt Ward approach to Batman. It's like, okay, well this makes a lot more sense now and everybody's hamming it up and it, it's, you know, it is what it is. If you, if you don't go into it right. being too serious or too precious with Batman, then it, it can be, it can be a lot of fun. And and that that just goes to show my point that even in the movies and TV shows, you know, even with like the cartoon Batman animated series, like all of these 
you know, even like the animated series was like a, uh, like a, um, like a, like a, like Gothic forties architecture, right. like, uh, Chicago, you know, uh, old timey architecture. I mean, the, the bad guys all have Tommy guns, you know, right. um, it's just like, you can, you can put Batman into so many different places and situations and he can work there. Mm-hmm. And I think what this, I think with what the Lego Batman movie does is it manages to take a lot of that and sort of boil it down and explain why Batman works and why he can work in so many different ways. So I think that's, I think that's what the movie does the best. Yeah. Right on. Hmm. I disagree. So, uh, I, I wondered, you know, as I was watching this movie and Bruce was fawning over Barbara Gordon, you know, feelings aside about those two characters, but just seeing it one Lego character being into another one, it like popped in my brain. Oh, or like, are people like sexually attracted to Legos, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> wow, really set you up there. You just you just going to me first. Are you going to ask Steven the same thing? Oh, uh, we'll find out. <laughs> if I'm going to get my first Lego set, Lego flashlight. Oh. <laughs> you poor dick. <laughs> you ever stepped in a Lego? You ever fucked a Lego? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no comment. Uh, n- n- no, yeah. no, no, no. Some, some people gotta be into oh, it. Sh- Dude, people are attracted to everything. It wouldn't surprise me, but, uh, I, I, I am not aware of anyone who is, um, I have seen some, I don't know I, anyone. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me right now, face to face, you don't know any Lego sexuals? I have seen like some pictures on some like Lego meme subreddits um, where people will post like, but I'm pretty sure it's not meant to be taken like, oh, this is hot and I'm going to jerk it to this. I'm pretty sure it's just like, <laughs> hey, look at this absurd fucking thing that I, I made. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody out there is into lego sexually but mm-hmm. you know tangent here i used to be into like cartoon <laughs> chicks when i was younger like yeah you know i would read like x-men and i would see like you know that jim lee cyclops or uh cyclops is behind you right now so this is amazing <laughs> i totally believe it <laughs> Um, he's muscly. No, I get it. That Jim Lee, uh, Psylocke. And I would be like, Oh yeah, this is, this is it. This is, mm-hmm. this is my oh. playboy. Um, Dude, it was all rogue at that point. The animated rogue. Holy shit. Oh, I had yeah. a crush on her. Sugar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but now I just, I cannot get anything from cartoon women. Oh, um, me neither. I, I, yeah. Me neither. <laughs> Stevens, for the record, Stevens' eyes darting around so quickly. So I slowly put away all the. He's like, hiding all the hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Versions of all of our Disney. I don't characters. judge anybody who does because I used to be one thousand percent. Oh my God, Gen thirteen. Hey, give me all of it. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I can't. I I look at cartoon women now, and I'm just like, mm. yeah. Yeah, I I feel you. Like, if it's not Lola Bunny, then like, what are, what, what even are we doing here? here? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I see, I, I I'm on I'm on Reddit a lot, so I see a lot of like extremely mm. perverted shit. Um, and anytime I see <laughs> some true. of that stuff, I'm just like, man, I bet 15 year old me would have been like, 
whoa, I'm going to print Hell this off, yeah. take it home, put it in the literal spank bank. Uh, but now as an adult, <laughs> I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I have like nostalgic, like Brent and I will still mention like Jasmine from Aladdin, right? But like, I don't, oh my god, yeah, I don't really think about her now. But I have that nostalgia memory of like having a huge fucking crush on her. So that that didn't go I away, it. I guess, right? I was Pocahontas mm, but, myself, but no, Jasmine oh. too. Jasmine too. I mean, hey, mm. put your hands together. I wouldn't kick her out of bed. I mean, she's like fourteen, <laughs> probably. But <laughs> that's the problem. We talked about that too, but we also discussed how uh, we were younger then, so it didn't count. It didn't matter. They were. She was an older woman to us. She, you know? Yeah, she's she's illegally an adult. I I checked her ID. <laughs> <laughs> I checked with her she's tiger. From South Carolina. Uh, you know. It's fine. Yeah. Um, my last note I wanted to mention was uh, I know he he says this line in there um, when he's going to his his bat island for one was pretty cool. The help, that yeah. that whole setup I that was pretty neat. But um, when he's flying in there and his his password is like. Uh, fuck Tony Stark. I don't know what it is actually, but yeah, it's, it's Iron fuck Man Tony sucks. Stark. Yeah, it's fuck. Yeah, it's fuck Tony Stark. It's Robert um, Downey Jr. sucks dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but I thought this was also another version of Batman that I haven't quite seen, especially in the other movies we've been watching lately. Batman's almost like, especially like the Keaton one is like really reserved. Like people don't even know who he is. Like they don't yeah. recognize him. Like he's a millionaire. I think we joked about that and stuff in the beginning. Um, but in this one, I liked this one so much more because he is Tony Stark, essentially. Like I, when he, he lives in a fucking island with a mansion on top and then he flies in there. Hmm. They even do like the, there's like a really complicated mechanical walkway that comes out in sections <laughs> that he can walk on. It's very Tony Stark, like super a lot yeah. of money. Doesn't make a lot of sense mechanically. Engineering would be outrageous for that. There's no reason for it, but he'd have so much money. I loved how big the Batcave was. Um, the gadgets and the specifically this like I don't know if it's one vehicle, the car that has wings and the wings become arms sort of that it can like crawl around. Like it was so inventive, and I thought some of the gadgets and the the weapons and then his his whole lifestyle. I thought, oh, this is like one of the best versions I've ever seen of what that character would actually probably attain after mm. so much time, at least, you know. I, I love how dramatically over the top all of that shit is, and then he goes upstairs uh, on a slow-ass elevator, <laughs> and then he, he, he warms up his lobster thermidor, he, like, types in 20, he's like, oh, stupid. And then he, like... And it, yeah. there's just that long shot of him looking... At like essentially at the camera, but he's looking at the microwave, and you can see like <laughs> the light yes. move around behind so him. You know, it's just so like sad and lonely. Right. And then he eats his lobster thermidor on a jet ski <laughs> in the middle. I love like a part of escape where he turns on the yeah. TV and he's going through like the different input options. He's like, yeah. <laughs> goes back up like that part got me. Doop, that was doop, good. Doop. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of those good lines, like good little things in there to show how we all live our lives. And Batman would be no different because there's not any way around it really right now. <laughs> yeah, man, it's so it's fucking input good. three or four. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I uh, final thoughts, I guess, going around. Um, anybody want to start with that? Ross, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a great movie. I think the ending when they all connect their heads and their legs together to pull the city back together. <laughs> Yeah, I get like I get the um, I get the theme behind that. Like we all got to pull together and Batman can't do it on his own. You know, I, I, I get that. But I do feel like no, I didn't even think about that. Hmm. I was like, oh, they're Legos. They're doing this thing. I just thought this is a superhero trope right now. For some reason, people stretching across to pull things together. I don't know why that's a thing. It's in Spider-Man. 
it's like oh yeah shows up a lot for some reason yeah i don't know i i just thought it was kind of like like because i i feel like the realism quote-unquote that this movie sets out to kind of establish what where's the sentence going like <laughs> I, i'm saying the realism within the world like and then then them for all of them to kind of like just connect their heads and legs together and pull everything together i was like well that's a little anticlimactic um that's like my really only complaint that's a minor complaint i get i i, I get it i don't have a better ending i could come up with one give me a minute but um mm-hmm. I, I don't have one off the top of my head no uh, it was fine. Um, that's like my really only complaint where I'm like, ah, oh, this, this is really close to like, almost like just like a perfect fun movie. But then something about that ending just sort of like, eh, it's a little, little, little anticlimactic, but right. otherwise mm-hmm. it's a feast for the eyes. This is probably like the, maybe the third or fourth time I've seen it. And like each time I watch it, I catch like 10 more references and they make me laugh. And I appreciate mm-hmm. the, the, the the stuff for like the deeper comic fans the stuff that they throw out there is just it's a lot of fun um it's a good movie go watch it it's 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 a really good batman movie it's a really good comedy movie um it's a good lego movie it's a good movie right on it's a good movie it's a good movie um real quick before we do our our final final thoughts uh what do we think of all the different cameos that were in the phantom zone because i i had fun with it i know that's not to some people's taste i thought it was cool yeah yeah Uh, my my one nitpick is like why is there a dinosaur in there dinosaurs did nothing wrong they're just being dinosaurs i was confused by that and they said they're from Mm -hmm. jurassic park and I was like, but they're not the villains of Jurassic Park. The humans are. They so just wanted to be free. Why are they know? there? That makes yeah. sense. There was mm-hmm. a little one little like merman guy, not the big like Godzilla guy, but a little merman guy. And I have that mm-hmm. exact figure. And I was like, oh, I got that guy. <laughs> like, I know him. He's my buddy. <laughs> and then also, um, whenever Batman promised to return all of the villains back to the Phantom Zone, I was like, well, why didn't he send the Joker back also? But mm. whatever whatever they're friends now that's fine okay. I, yeah um no, i, I did like that cameos good. yeah i put a note about that too just like voldemort's there the wicked witch of the west or whatever is but there not like voiced by ray fines oh because he's already in the movie right right yeah he's alfred so he can't that's funny i didn't eddie even notice that. you know eddie izzard is the voice of voldemort. Yeah. huh hey wait it, it wasn't Isn't, wait no i thought he was sauron eddie izzard no he's voldemort yeah. Sauron was um, um, uh, Flight of the Concords guy. Um, oh, Jermaine, oh, Jermaine Clement. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Right. Isn't yeah, yeah. isn't Eddie Izzard the new Alfred in the Batman? Who's the Who's Alfred in the Batman? That's uh, Andy Serkis. Andy yeah. Serkis. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on. Was, also in was Andor. Andy Serkis <laughs> in Andor because his name is almost like Andor? Uh huh. It's like Andy mm. Andor. Okay. Uh-huh. Could have <laughs> get signed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Interesting. He's um, really good yeah. in it. You're gonna cry. Not Uh-oh. for the reason you think, but man, he's a fucking phenomenal actor. He's That's a great fucking actor. Eddie? Uh, no, Andy Circus. Andy Circus, right on. Eddie Circus is so good. Uh, Eddie Circus is pretty <laughs> cool. Eddie yeah. Circus is great. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Oh, so uh, I liked, yeah, some of those characters, Brent, to your question. That was one of the things, mm-hmm. too, I felt. Um, 
it's weird watching pop, huge pop culture references in a big movie that I didn't see that other people probably already knew. Mm-hmm. And it's like I watched Ready Player One and they had all these characters, like a lot of these same characters and stuff together or like that same kind of idea, mm-hmm. I guess, at least. And then I was like, oh, well, they already they did it here. Uh, that's interesting. Like, it's like it shows <laughs> in my head. That was like, like the first version of like, oh, wow, look at all these characters together. Yeah. And then it was like Space Jam Legacy did it, too, or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, this also already did it. I just didn't know that because I had never watched these. And I assume the Lego movie is the same, you know. Perhaps you're sensing a theme with Warner Brothers right. blockbuster movies. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, just to throw all of throw our IP in, in there it. before David Zaslav gets rid of all of them. <laughs> but it makes for some fun viewing as well. So I'll take it sometimes. At yeah. least. Uh, it could be overdone. Uh, but yeah. And, and let's not forget the gremlins are in this movie as well. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love when they're taking apart the airplane. It's just like, oh, oh yeah. it's like those gremlins doing Hell classic yeah. gremlin shit you and know? there's even one classic that's like gremlins. spike specifically did you notice that no that's awesome yeah that's pretty badass yeah, the, the white mohawk mm-hmm. i know so he was the only yeah. one that had, had it and i was like oh see that's what i love the attention to detail the detail yeah i get you there yeah uh what about you brent what about your final thoughts uh, I really had a blast watching this movie both times and evidently has some rewatchability because I forgot that shit the first time <laughs> around and I got to, re- got to relive it. Not saying the movie's forgettable, but I was going through some uh, brain and uh, sickness trauma yeah. recently. So, uh, you know, get off my nuts, Hollywood. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would definitely go back and rewatch this movie. Right. It, I, I enjoyed it so much this second time that I want to go back and rewatch the first Lego movie and then watch the Lego movie 2 the second one or whatever the fuck it's subtitle wait, is wait um, wait yeah is there t- are there two lego movies <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes they both have batman in them this is a real like we were joking earlier about toy story 3 and <laughs> 4 story. and all that shit this is a real <laughs> scenario that is happening at this moment that i forgot that, yes. that happened Yes, absolutely. Matter of fact, there is a scheduled sequel for this movie, the Lego Batman movie. I saw that. That was going to be uh, involving Batman essentially versus the Justice League or whatever. They they touch on that a little bit. He gets left out of the Justice League oh, yeah. annual reunion yeah. or whatever. That was fun. But um, they they had plans for that. Dan Harmon was writing it. They got Zaslobbed. <laughs> 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 well, actually, uh, Universal Studios bought oh, man. the, there's like a five-year, uh, was it a five-year exclusive agreement mm. uh, with the Lego group? So they bought the film rights to Lego, but they didn't realize that Warner Brothers owns the characters that are in this movie. Mm. So they would essentially have to start from scratch with a Lego movie, but it wouldn't have any of the characters in this movie, wouldn't have any of the characters like Emmett, uh, voiced by Chris Pratt, and the other two, two uh, Lego movies, wow. none of the Lego Ninjago characters, I don't think. So yeah, I don't know what I don't know what, what they were doing. There's a girl's voice in that. The girl with like the purple hair. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Lego movie. Uh, oh, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, that's right, Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right on. Yeah. I just watched Zack and Mary make a porno last night again. I love I love Elizabeth Banks. She's great. She's funny. She's really funny. Um. So for, for Brent, are you done? <laughs> Sorry. God, that's, that's, good, that's that's not funny what i said um are you de- it's funny because women are funny and they can be funny honestly so that's some of my favorite what you said some of my favorite comedians are women yeah uh jerry seinfeld uh chris rock um eddie izzard <laughs> Ooh. sometimes <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What about Eddie Circus though? Eddie Circus. Oh God, he's so fucking hilarious, dude. I do or really Andy's love or... that. It, do you guys uh, know who Kate Micucci is? Yes. Yeah. You know whose voice uh, she did in the movie? She was Clayface, right? Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I absolutely Isn't she love teeny tiny? Yeah, she is. She's like a she's like a little like wisp of a woman. And she's right. That's amazing, man. Voice. That's pretty great. And then uh, her partner in Garfunkel and right. Oates, Ricky, Ricky Lindholm, is Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right on. I like them. But yeah, they're I watched some of their clips yeah. of the Garfunkel and Oates and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Some good uh, shit. They're fucking hilarious. There's also a show called Another Period that was on uh, Comedy Central for a while. Um, hmm. That is absolutely goddamn hilarious. It's uh, got uh, Ricky Lindholm and uh, Natasha Leggero. They're like the two main, and they're like debutantes in like the uh, sort of like uh, turn of the century ish, you know, era, uh, 1900 era. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's got so many fucking funny people in it. It is, it's on some streaming site. I think it might be on Paramount Plus. I think mm. I think it's on Paramount mm. Plus, but honestly, it's like a hidden gem. It's one of those shows that you're like, "How the fuck did I never see this show?" I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's goddamn. If you like like alt comedy kind of stuff, mm-hmm. then then you're just gonna eat it up. Like David Wayne is, I think, yeah. a producer, but he's also like in the in the God, show. I love David Wayne. It's so fucking funny. Uh, Brett it's Gelman, Bruce Wayne's brother. Mm. Brett Gelman is uh, plays a creep, which I know is like totally out of character for him. Um. <laughs> But no, no, no. people involved though. Highly, highly recommend um, uh, another period. Right on, yeah. You know, when you say turn of the century, for a lot of people, that's like, yeah, 1800s, 1900s. But that could also be the 2000s. So if you're like trying to pitch something, you're like, it's a turn of the century movie. And like thinking something that's more like Victorian, you know, you're like, okay, so Pepsi Blue is everywhere, right? <laughs> All right. We got Jinko's wallet chains. Limp Biscuit is in the movie. The Spice Girls have just broken up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. All right. So, but Stephen, wh- yeah. what what do you think of the uh, the movie? What are your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I liked it more than I thought I would. I mm-hmm. the little bit that I did rewatch today at my second viewing, I thought was better. Um, so I'm excited to okay. watch it again. I feel like this is a. Uh, not to say I would only have to watch this with my nephews or, or kids or whatever, but I feel like if I did, or if they wanted to put this on, this is a, be a movie I would not only enjoy, I would be excited about them wanting to watch, right? Like, this would be like, mm-hmm. all right, well, this is going to be fun for everybody involved, you know? Um, or watching it with friends, even. Like, I think this would be a lot of fun to watch with a lot of people. Just, like, the number of jokes and stuff, I feel like um, might have been better to, like, with a group or whatever, even, you know? a little more fun that way, yeah. but uh, I highly enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that I'll watch it like a ton, but I want to watch it again. And I'm, I am excited to watch the Lego movie now. And guys, the Lego movie two just came out. You'll never <laughs> well, believe incredible. it. So I'm going to watch that one too. <laughs> Such a good time guys. Wow. I really can't believe it. I had no, I do remember now. That's like, so Oh, funny. I kind of remember that came out, but I, I yeah. really honestly, until that moment, until you said it, I did not know that. I watched, uh, I've not seen all of the sequel, but I watched like 30% of that movie over someone's shoulder on a plane. And uh, I was like, oh, this movie looks fun. Just like the filmmakers intended. That's good. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. uh, Did you guys want to pimp your other show or Ross, anything else for you? Any socials or anything like that? Go check out the nudist colony in UBIS colony. Um, we review new metal albums in chronological order 
And how's that going? Do you think it's going real good? <laughs> <laughs> I saw you a post. You guys had put us yeah. uh, one you both didn't you had never heard of or never listened to or something. Never, never listened to it. It was an album by the band Cold. And uh, look, I feel like every time we have Ross on since we started that the other podcast that uh, it's usually usually coincides with albums we don't care for. <laughs> yeah, that's been the problem. Um, uh, Which episode's been... a good episode to listen to then? You know, just take a gander through there. You know, the Deftones uh, episodes are pretty popular. Corn, Limp Biscuit, right. Sugar Ray, surprisingly uh, flawless new metal career. Curious about that episode from you guys because mm-hmm. I listened to Sugar Ray back in the day and they had a they were wildly like that one album at least had a lot of different versions of music on it. I feel well like. the first two, yes. but yes. Okay, yeah, I didn't even know. So there you go. <laughs> if only mm-hmm. there was a podcast to go listen to such things. If only. Hey. Can you even imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's been the past two weeks have been a little rough. Well, we did a Halloween episode that was fun in there, but there there was uh, also the Stabbing Westward, which we n- neither one of us particularly enjoyed. I, I have a good mm-hmm. feeling about the next episode, though. I'll say that. Well, I guess we can yeah. say mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be reviewing the uh, Slayer. What is it called? Demonautica? Diabolus in Musica. Diabolus in Musica. So we're going to be covering mm-hmm. that, and what I've listened to so far, I'm enjoying it. Nice. So this is going to be a good episode next time. <laughs> All of them have Hopefully. been good, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure your episodes are good, even if the product you're listening to is bad. You can you can tell when they're uh, episodes when we don't care about the main topic because we're talking about like Mountain Dew <laughs> and Star Wars and just like a lot of other stuff. <laughs> 90s image comics. <laughs> yeah. And then 10 minutes of review. Oh boy, that's you know what? That's a better plan. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's a good idea. I don't know. It is. Yeah. Uh, well, very cool. Yeah. So go check that out. Um, anything else? Any other socials though for you, Ross? You want, you want to be it? obscure? No, I think I'm gonna delete Twitter. I'm thinking about it. It'll delete us and before long anyway. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I feel like things are really like taking off. Honestly, <laughs> I think it's. I think there's a promising road ahead. You know. It definitely doesn't seem like it's been on fire for the past two weeks. <laughs> right. 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 It's a weird yeah. vibe over there, man. Yeah. I've, I've been a big Twitter guy for a long time. It's where I get a lot of my, my news and politics and stuff. And uh, it's certainly, certainly weird right now. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I just want to well, I just want to fuck over Elon Musk. That's all. I just want to take oh, yeah. it. If I can just do it by one, I'm going to do it. You're like, whatever I can do to bring that guy down. I really... I had high hopes for that guy early on. And man, has he become or just revealed himself to be such a villain... Uh, I feel and uh, mm-hmm. and so many avenues and it's just like yeah this is really this is really happening someone online today uh, maybe on Twitter even had said Elon Elon could just be like in a fucking 500 million dollar mansion being like with like models all around him feeding him grapes and like using big feathers to like keep him cool but like instead he's like going to Twitter headquarters and like trying to fuck things up it's like just I don't understand that I don't understand that like that whole drive in people to mm-hmm. like become billionaires if i got that much money i would be like man that's great i can finally stop all this shit i would never do anything i don't understand it at <laughs> I would all never do anything right and he's just doing more my life and more. would be so good <laughs> you just walk around your house microwaving lobster thermidor <laughs> by yourself i wouldn't try to involve myself in politics or any of that uh, bullshit i would like move out into the middle of nowhere get totally off right. the grid and just like you would never see me again if you really had mm-hmm. elon's money you could just go to fucking mars i would take like, grimes I'm out. me and grimes would be gone brother gone 
you and Grimy out of here. Well, uh, certainly a lot of fun having you on again, Ross. I'm sure you'll come back on again. I'm not sure when, but it's always a good time, man. And I'm certainly glad to have you on for a Batman episode um, because you're somebody around here has a rep for the man in black. (laughs) Brent's actually been surprisingly good about it. I've been I've been waiting for the hammer to drop. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've heard his Batman slander and uh, Mm -hmm. for years he's had to do with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't see, I, I don't agree with I him. Know. I don't disagree with him. I see some of his points, but right. also mm. he's wrong. Not points. Mm. Mm. Brett is yeah. very rounded. Not a lot of points. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you can uh, rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars. Always appreciate it. Let your friends know so they can find us as well. And if you'd like to contact us, all the infos on the show notes. And next week we are going to be back with uh, some other guests. Can we announce the guests? That's all settled, right, Brent? Uh, no, Brent says no. Let's just, let's just, let's just wait. Got it. <laughs> just just in make case. sure. I'm so nervous about all of the <laughs> the scheduling for November. It's uh, it's been intense. It's been it a really lot. Has been. It has. Uh, but it's it, it's been worth it because uh, every conversation has been a blast. So yeah. hey, look, if you need a last minute drop in, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm free. I will always talk about Batman. Right on, I'll man. Talk See about there you Batman go. forever. Oh, wow. Batman forever. <laughs> he said he liked it, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. Uh, I will say I did, uh, after watching Lego Batman um, that last night or whatever, I did put on uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins a little bit. And I was, uh, Brent, I was glad we didn't throw it in this month as well. I was like, I'm. Mm-hmm. this is a little overwhelming. I might need to revisit this another day. So I watched <laughs> yeah. like 15 minutes and I'm like, I'm out. I, I know it. I'll come yeah. back to it or whatever, but. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll discuss it on on the podcast later down the road. I'm sure. Yeah, right on. Uh, but on the next episode, we're going to be talking about 2022's evidently Ooh. the Batman, uh, featuring uh, Sad Boy McGillicuddy as Bruce Wayne <laughs> with makeup eyes. It's uh, <laughs> kind of all I know. Okay, so you haven't seen it yet, Brent? Right? I still have not seen it. No, okay. I I just okay. you know. I'm so curious. Uh, I don't know why you're. I mean, just because you're Batman resistant in general, I guess. But yeah, um, I've got Batman repellent. Yeah, uh, I sprayed all over myself. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I stuck uh, up for the movie and you still haven't watched it. So I feel personally offended. But oh, there you go. I like the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued by it, um, but I only saw it once. So I'm ex- excited to see it again as well. But it'll be fun to see how that holds up after you watch all of this nonsense we've just discussed. <laughs> Lego Batman, Batman 66, be interesting. Batman and Robin and forever and all that shit. Um yeah, it'll, I, it'll be interesting. I, I, I've set aside 19 hours to watch this goddamn movie. Right. Because uh, it's very long. It is. But, you know. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll it's be a discussion. Long, but it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't right? feel long. Right. Honestly, honestly they, they do a really good job. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing it right, you can't even feel it. <laughs> hey, man, even if, you're, if you got a long stroke, hey, if you do it right, it'll be disappointing. Don't even worry about it. You'll get some That's my experience anyway. Hey, man, put up those review cards. You do not want those around. <laughs> oh, man. But I do agree. It, it, it's long, but it doesn't feel long. It feels like I don't know what I would cut, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. It all feels pretty important and, and well done. So anyway, uh, that'll be okay. intriguing to get your, your opinion on that, Brent. But uh, yeah, so come back next mm-hmm. week for the Batman, and then uh, we'll see after that what we got going on but uh it was a blast mm-hmm. thanks for coming back on ross thanks and uh we'll have a have you back on maybe for some nolan batman stuff or, or something in the future so um Sweet. all right until next time i'm steven i'm brent and i'm ross hey let's talk later you
real quick uh, before we end the the call here, I, it just occurred to me as we were talking, Stephen. I think maybe the direction you should go with your Lego collecting would be like horror movie stuff. Do they have such a thing? I would love that. Do they ha- do they have that stuff, Ross? Do you know if there's like a Michael Myers or Freddy or no, anything like that? No, they don't do, they don't touch it. The, the closest thing was probably probably be like Stranger Things. They have some Stranger Things sets. That'd be kind of cool, okay. though. I like um, that. Which, mm-hmm. are actually, which actually look pretty cool because, so I've never seen Stranger Things, so I don't know exactly how it works, but there's like an oh, upside wow. Jesus down. Christ. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. So there's like, there's parts where it'll have like a house and then it'll have it like in the upside yeah. down on the bottom part. Ooh, so, that's cool. And it's like a diorama kind of thing, and so you can like, you know, see both sides. I I I, I don't fully understand it, but right. Um, some of the sets look really cool, um, but they 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 like they don't do anything military related, um, hmm. because they they don't. Any, They're Swiss. Any guns or knives have to be in like a fantastical setting. So it's like, you know, blasters in Star mm-hmm. Wars or like, uh, you know, old like flintlock f- for the pirates or right. you know, swashbuckling swords for the knights or whatever. Um, so they, they tried, they don't do like modern weaponry. Um, there have been a couple, but they pieces, do, but they don't. They do make euthanasia syringes for the, <laughs> the veterinarian office. Just to make it accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah, have you not seen those? Is that real? Sure. Oh no? my goodness, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't know. Well, I imagine too. Just me. Yeah. So, so, so a Lego that you bought in like the '60s will still fit perfectly with a Lego that you go buy off the stores today. Like the tolerances for their, mm-hmm. um, uh, for like the sizes and the studs and everything, um, have been consistent for like ever. So that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I could I could totally see them making other stuff like because they make really good plastic so yeah maybe they so so they make syringes uh yeah <laughs> i believe you <laughs> that's a bummer i really thought they would have like you know jason michael freddy uh a little like minifigs or something like that yeah, it's like it their vibe like, though they're you know okay kid stuff so there's a huge market out there for um like custom made minifigs ah. like um i've got myself here oh wait <laughs> it keeps disappearing on us there Your you background. go yeah, yeah. what is go. that uh, it's kind of hard to see it's a uh-huh. uh, it's it's is cyclops cyclops his background yeah um right on right on wearing his uh his uh bendis era uniform and they never made a one uh, you know like that that's a custom custom made one so i guarantee you can find like jason and freddie and just google any of those names dash min or space minifig and i guarantee you'll find like a million from aliexpress or whatever um i've actually got some custom or some knockoff uh star wars minifigs because like the darth revan one is like thousands of dollars i'm not gonna go buy that but i can go buy one off of aliexpress for like two dollars um and it looks exactly the same it's just not made out of it's just not official lego right it looks exactly the same so does does he have the the cast on his arm darth revan yeah for his appearance in dear revan hansen (laughs) i think my I think my mic's turned off. Hold on a second. Ross looks looks like it's too fucking late for this shit. 
<laughs> I can't. No, I can't right now. No, and I will not have anyone slander the Revan Christ on my watch. Uh. I just found they have a Showgirls Lego collection, and uh, there, that was an instant buy for me. Somebody Hell made yeah. a, like a stripper room Lego set and <laughs> sold it a while back, and it actually had like little naked Lego minifigs. Oh. And it was like a really, uh-huh. really well done set that somebody made. No, yeah, I have it. It's right. It's right. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm gonna get in trouble with this though because I saw that I looked up the Stranger Things house you were talking about, and it's like three hundred dollars. And I'm like, oh, oh that's, Jesus. It's that's of, what it's, I want to want, though. It's discontinued. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's so cool again. Probably originally was like, you know, 80, 90 or something like that. Right. I guess Jesus. there is a version of it for 68 at AliExpress. But it's um, probably not real Lego. That's the thing, right? I don't know that I trust them for anything like that. But there's it goes up to like $500 that I saw in here as well. So check Bricklink. Um, Bricklink. Okay. Yeah, that's that's where you're gonna find the best prices for the most part. Um, we really should have been sponsored by fucking Lego with this show, man. God damn it! God, I was gonna I say, know. yeah. I mean, this is like all the advertising and shit, right? And it's all for free for them. We are paying out the fucking ass <laughs> for this goddamn show. Just to repeat, repeat on board for board. You guys uh, go ahead and have fun with your Legos. Me, I'm a Duplo guy. You know, <laughs> I'm just af- I'm just afraid I'm gonna choke on those bricks. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. It won't stop me from chewing on them, though. Well, your history with children's toys or, you know, things to do with children. All right. Steve, you got to cut your mic. This is, this is too much. Wait, what? <laughs> Falling off jungle gyms. And I, just, uh, I really think that Brent might swallow Lego. I don't know. I, it could happen. Look, that's my plans for 2023. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. I've rebuffed my insurance. One, two, three, record. Yeah. <coughs> Damn. Excuse yeah. me. I was choking, choking on a on a some mint juice here. Uh, I just ate, and I uh, if I eat immediately before I record, mm-hmm. I have to pop in some mints or something because I don't want to have like bad breath bouncing back at me. Oh, it's not and for it's us. A, that's that's pleasant. Yeah. I mean, like even still, like when we used to record in the mornings, I would have to like brush my teeth beforehand. We've discussed that before. Yeah. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. it just doesn't uh, doesn't feel good. I, I like to feel like I have fresh breath. Um, now, this doesn't change my routine of sprinkling garlic powder on onions and eating those for dinner. <laughs> of that's, course. That's just who <laughs> that's I am as a meant. person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not recording with sour guts. Am I even recording a podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. It's very brand yeah. to you. Yeah. I just uh, I just did a couple bone crushers on some uh, some flat wings. Um, mm. Literally like two minutes before I got onto this call. I'm still picking the chicken out of my teeth. <laughs> Have you guys seen 101 Ways to Party Before You Die? Places to Party Before You Die? Mm-mm. I've seen the first half of it. Oh. I liked it a lot. I just didn't. Have you seen the, Ga- the John Gabris one wing pull? No. What, okay. What is that? Maybe you haven't got to that. He does it a couple times. Uh, so comedian John Gabris and uh, other comedian Adam Pally of Sonic 2 fame um, mm-hmm. have a... Uh, and Sonic 1. And Sonic 1, sorry. Give him his flowers. <laughs> have a, uh, uh, a travel uh, travel show that, I, that was on like True TV, I think, or something mm-hmm. some weird. It's on HBO Max now. It's on HBO Max now, so everybody should go watch mm-hmm. it because it's super fucking funny and... Um, uh, it's really fun what those two idiots uh-huh. do. Uh, but Gabrus will uh, regularly, when anytime they eat wings, uh, take the flats, you know, not the uh, drumsticks, but the flats, 
you know, mm-hmm. with, with two bones. Yeah. And suck it all down in one one gulp. So just, I don't know if I'm impressed or disgusted. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm impressed, right? Then, I think uh, it's okay to be impressed. Yeah. Did you I, do it? I just did it in front what? of my in front of my wife. Uh, so it's, so trying, got proof. I was trying to turn her on. Yeah, of course, <laughs> did it work? <laughs> That's, yeah, there's nothing sexier than just eating meat straight, like sucking meat straight off a bone. You know, hey, that's, yeah. I, I've been I've been trying to get at it for years, you know. Uh, but like when you're looking at your wife afterwards, and you just have the the chicken meat just in between your teeth, just hanging hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. catching the wind. Oh yeah, yeah, very Can't sexy. Say no. Chicks dig <laughs> that's it. Right. Yeah, it's very like uh, medieval Lord of you. I feel. You know, like oh, it could be like harken back to like a, a time period would be like, wow, you can pr- protect me. Mm-hmm. Look what he can do to that chicken bone. He can certainly do things to me, you know? Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what I look like, I'm really masculine. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of uh, old timey shit like that, uh, Ross likes to go to Ren Fairs. Hell and yes. And he like... Ross, you get decked out for those Ren Fair appearances. Oh, I got full. I got full everything. I've spent way too much money on this <laughs> shit to wear it once a year. But that's uh, good. Like if you know you're going back, at least. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it a lot of fun. It, it, it's, and and my wife and I have been planning on going to some other ones, but you know, like COVID happened, and then uh, so we really haven't, uh, uh, you know, made made the trek. But uh, I think this year we're going to try to go down to uh, go down to Texas because I guess Texas has like one of the biggest ones in the country, mm. or the biggest one in the country. Mm. Um, go down there and dress up, see Rachel and Eric, um, those two crazy cats, because they right they go apparently and they dress up as well. So uh, yeah, it's we, we. Oh, are they into nerd shit? Yeah, hmm. I know. You Interesting. Hmm. Wow, I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, hmm. weird. <laughs> And uh, uh, then uh, uh, we've got another uh, couple friend here in town who also dress up and go with us. So it's a lot of fun. We we should go like twice a year. Uh, it goes for like a whole month. Uh, castle of Muskogee, which is like a that's right castle, <laughs> and I use that term liberally. Um, uh, well, according to the TV show Friends, that's three hours outside of Tulsa, mm-hmm. when really it's like a forty-two minute drive. Really? It's not even that. Mm-hmm. Now that they've got the new turnpike, you can get there in like 20 minutes. Super quick. Steven, shut up as Mike. I, I can't be corrected <laughs> on air like this. This is, this is, Brent is not like that. I do not like oh, it. So you can correct friends, but I can't correct you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds about right. I'm the friend corrector. God mm-hmm. damn it. Definitely in your house. <laughs> yeah, that's I think right. actually in your house, you get slapped for that. Yeah. Don't tell her. Please don't, <laughs> don't let her know. <laughs> She pops in the room behind you with like furious eyes. I heard you. I, I, I turn around. There's a little Jack in the Box sitting on the floor. There's spotlight over it. You guys do have a real Chandler Monica or Chandler Monica thing going on, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she is a clean freak, and I won't stop making jokes. Question mark. And she doesn't go for any of it. Right. It's very yeah. Chandler Monica. Yeah, yeah you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Hey, got a friend named Ross. <laughs> Holy shit! You're right. Steven, I'm gonna need you to change your name to Joey real quick. Uh, how about uh, yeah? No, I'll take it. Joey's pretty pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. I was gonna say, how about Ro- no? No, I want to be Joey. Definitely Joey over Ross. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that Ross, not you, Ross. 
Yeah, he gives you know us I mean? he gives us a bad names. Actually, there's not a whole lot of Rosses out there that are great. Uh, Ross Robinson, the producer extraordinaire. Okay, well you've proven me wrong in right? one. So yeah, <laughs> no, there you go. Uh, but like, what are the other? Yeah, what Ross are some Pro. other Rosses? Oh, oh yeah, he's a super the best good of guy. you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best of you all. <laughs> uh, Ross Geller, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, there's not Bob a whole Ross. lot out there. Yeah. Yeah, but Ross is a last name. Doesn't count. You can't. Hmm. You can't claim yeah. him. The Bob's already. I claim wish. Him. Look, I wish. Mm-hmm. But now I got a weird German last name that there were there were Nazis. There were Nazis with my last name. Uh-oh. Hitler. Ross Hitler. (laughs) We had to change it when we came back over here. Do you know what your your name means? Does it mean anything in German? Uh, Yes, it means. You think it'd be really we, cool? It's we not. We mentioned this once. Like I, I thought, maybe, but it means lick yeah, back the dough. When, yeah. Um, what? Lick the dough. So lick um, the dough. So I guess that was a way back in the day. They were there was a family of bakers. I guess the first ones with my surname uh, would lick the dough to make sure that it was uh, ready to be cooked, which is super cool and hygienic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so they would lick it to test it, and then I guess that turned into lick tag. Uh, they were the first wow. people that spread the black plague around. Is that right? Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm, that's nice. We also started with AC. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. And that's how COVID started. Uh huh. It all came full circle for you. Wow. So you're Chinese. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? Yes. You do have a red background, just yes. saying. Yeah. I used to have people back in the day ask me if I was part Asian, and I do not understand how that got... I guess maybe I have kind yeah. of a darker skin tone, but... I'm trying to look at you now. I've I've had that randomly in the past because I really squinty eyes, but I don't really think your eyes are... They kind of look like it now, but they're just, like, darker. I don't. You don't have, like, squinty eyes, though, do you? Uh, no, I have big eyes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Big, yeah. bulging... No, I'm not. I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I've hmm. been asked if I was like everything before. Um, I'm like Fred Armisen. You know, I can like <laughs> can really like blend in anywhere. Right. I have no idea what. Yeah. Where Fred Armisen's family is from. He's got a pretty mixed family. That's it's, it's, it sounds a lot <laughs> like mine, but uh, they, like it's just a just a hodgepodge of random mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> Heinz 57, it's- I think they call it. Yeah, it's it's the one of those races. 57? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those races where it's like I'm just gonna try doing some offensive accents and let's see what I get busted for, you know? Yeah. That's my whole approach. You know, but it, it works. works for some. It works for yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. Because you also I mean, are it, unplaceable a little bit, Brent. So that's true. Yeah. yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Did we come up with the sync word out of all of that mess? Uh, we gotta oh, yeah. do lick the dough, right? Lick, lick the, the dough. dough? Can right. we please? Mm-hmm. Can we please? Like lick? Are Listen, we licking actual dough? I love dough. I've tried to lick it before. Never tried. Need to know. Maybe that's what you should start doing whenever you like bake for someone, uh-huh. make a pizza or whatever. Right. You just like spread the dough out, and then you do one giant cartoonish <laughs> lick across the whole thing, and then you spread the sauce. Exactly, yeah, cheese. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's what you do. You pour the ragu in your mouth, and then like an ice flume, it just flows onto the pizza. 
I mean, like, I couldn't find a spoon or any kind of ladle. They just, you just point to the side. There's like a whole drawer full of them. I'm like, no, this is better. Don't worry about it. This is better. It'll bake it's a guy out. in a Halloween costume who's a ladle. Just standing there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a villain from the Batman Lego movie, Lego Batman movie. I mean, it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. Um, all right. So lick the dough. Lick the dough to Super. sink on three. One, two, three. Lick, lick the, the dough. dough. There we go. Yeah. I, I guess it does have, you know, it might have worked its way through your system and made you toot, but that was really fast, Brent. I think you just had some in you. I mean, it's, uh, I'm a uh, 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 gluten-free. We're going to have to pump your <laughs> stomach like Rod Stewart. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's mainly from all the cum I just ingested, but also <laughs> okay, okay. as a byproduct, the gluten is really giving me tummy troubles. There's a lot of gluten cum. Yeah, People yeah. don't know that a lot, but that's why you have to market gluten-free Every time not. I go to a glory hole to volunteer for the day, you know, at those different churches, I'm just like, look, th- this is gluten-free <laughs> sucking I'm doing. So You didn't have any Pop-Tarts, did you? I'll find out. I'll find out real quick. Oh, I didn't know they had pineapple flavored Pop Tarts. That's good. Oh, wow. Hey, pineapple. Hey. Wow, that that can is offensive. Jumex. Wow. (laughs) Oh. Damn. I was afraid to pronounce it because I don't know how it is is pronounced. But um, let me tell you right now stuff is delicious. It's good. I'm just going to say Jumex because I'm assuming that's how everyone is going to say it mm-hmm. that isn't from a Spanish-speaking country. Pineapple nectar. Um, check it out. Okay. P A N 